it was at this moment that he knew. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! You are now listening to the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled retelling of pop culture history. It's Podcast 42 on the Podfix Network. So, no, I want to go to New the bathing beach. Suit, so you just want to use it? No, but I, I, it's just, it's not going to be warm enough. So, like, today... Don't wear it. <laughs> that's, that's, Hi, Nicole's mom. That's, no, but if I don't wear a bathing suit, it's going to be much colder at the beach. bit nipply. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to go to Play Linda. What? They have a brewery, too. Play Linda. I don't know what that is. That's the new beach in Florida. There's yeah. a new beach in Florida? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a nudist beach. Yes. Yeah, it's oh, a okay. new nude beach. Oh, okay. It's an old nude new beach. Yeah, that's just there as old it? people, but yeah. Oh, yeah, there's in, old people there. In Play Linda. But where is that? <laughs> I've never even heard of it before. I don't know. It's on the it's on the coast. <laughs> they have a brewery. Just look up Play Linda Brewery and you can go do a brewery tour and go to the nude beach at the same time. This just sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Which is usually the best idea there can be. It would be you and like 56 old guys. Oh my gosh. It's like what happened in Euro Trip. Do you remember that? Like, No, I didn't see that movie. For once, I didn't see that movie. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So she went to this beach that they didn't know was a nude beach, but she wasn't nude. She was just in like a skimpy bikini, and then all of these really old nude guys start chasing her because she's the only hot girl on the beach. And it was, yeah. No, I don't like this idea. Can we not? I don't want to do that. Podcast 42 group outing. <laughs> Well, speaking of creepy old men nude on a beach, it's time for Podcast 42. I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Nicole Fasson. And I'm JL Trose. And we just got off of our break and also the longest sound check ever. The longest sound check ever. might have been ever. the longest. There might have been one longer at one point. I don't know. I don't remember, but apparently if we don't use this equipment for three weeks, it forgets how to work. No, it just doesn't like me. I told you, there's a ghost. Like, okay, so we are doing this sound check because for some reason my microphone was not working at all and I kept sounding really far away. And at one point, we replayed the sound check and there was a cough and we're listening to it and it's like, JL, I don't remember you coughing. He's like, I didn't cough. Like, there's seriously a ghost in this room right now. You didn't cough? He didn't cough. No, that wasn't me. And you didn't cough because you were talking when the (laughs) cough happened. There was literally a ghost cough. Oh my God, don't say that. (laughs) I hope you saved that sound check. You got poltergeist. You have to Uh, listen to it. I don't know. There's like... 16 sound checks on the hard drive. <laughs> you left right the now. bodies, but you only knew the headstones. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into all the new stuff, let's get into uh, let's not be able to talk and then get into some of the old stuff. Let's open JL's beer cooler. JL's beer cooler. It's cooler than you think. JL Beer Cooler. It's cool enough to drink. It's cool enough to drink. Yeah. Alright, these beers have been open for an hour. No, 75 nope. minutes. 75 minutes, which fits 
Because I brought you Dogfish Head 75 Minute IPA. We planned new it. New year, new taste, new love of IPAs for Chris. Yay! No. Yes! No, new year. We got a new opening theme song. We're on a new, brand new podcast network. Wait, we're on a new network? What a new what's bro- our new network? The Podfix Network. Oh, okay. Just and so you bring know. an IPA. Yes, because look at the label. I like the label. <laughs> Did you read the label? It says 75-minute IPA in ale mixed with maple syrup. It says off-centered art series featuring Michael Hacker. I don't see that. That's on the left side next to the the barcode. But I'm excited for maple syrup. Yes, an IPA with maple syrup. Where's Dogfish Head? Oh, Delaware. Delaware. Well, you might redeem yourself after this first sip. Uh, Ha, ha, ha. That's good. I like it already as well. But we will save our ratings for the end of the show, as we always do. So stay tuned to figure out how we rate the 75-minute IPA from Dogfish Brewery. Dogfish Head? Dogfish? Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head. One of my favorite breweries. It's good. Do we have a topic? No, we don't have a topic. We never do. We always just go off topic anyways. I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) No, we have a topic. We usually have a topic. If anyone's um, checking us out from the Podfix Network... Uh, normally, we'll have a single subject, and we will school you on the history of that subject. Or try to. Or pretend to. But tonight, we are going to do what I call the Podfix Mixtape. And we're going to feature all the other shows on the network for our audience who's not familiar with that. Okay. Or for those of us that aren't familiar with some of them. I'm not familiar with them, and I'm excited to learn. You're going to learn. I will learn. But before we get into that, okay, I have a couple numbers. Numbers. Our own podcast forty-two numbers for 2018. I don't want you to say my phone number on the air. Nicole's That's phone fine. number. I will say it. Let me no, just look it up. No, 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 no. We're gonna <laughs> skip over that. If you're a naked old man <laughs> oh who lives in Play Linda, <laughs> Nicole's phone <laughs> number is. is Five 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 one two three four six seven. Her number is five seven six five two. Dick three. Oh my god. Oh nine. So, one of those numbers is the real phone number. There might be one real number in there that I used. Oh well, that that should be easy to figure out. The other ten, nine. Three. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Six. How many? Six. How many phone numbers? How many numbers in a phone number? I don't ten. know. The phone does there it all for me. There are ten if you include the the area code. You don't have to know that stuff anymore. I just say you your do name. Need to know and it. My yeah, phone I dials it. Call Nicole. Yeah. I mean, I had to when I was young. I had to memorize like everybody's phone number. Yeah. And now I just say call Nicole. Call oh. J L. Call Audacity Support Line. <laughs> it just dials it for me. It's awesome. You know, I really wish you would have done that about an hour ago. <laughs> 75 minutes. I was about to, but, you know, the program's free. You get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's taking a second sip of that beer very quickly, so um, he must not hate it. Is predictions. All I'm gonna say. It's going to get a good rating. Yay. So, right. podcast 42 numbers for 2018. Our most downloaded episode was number 46. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Ah, very nice. Pink Floyd consistently gets downloaded every week, no matter if we put up a new episode or not. Wow, that's crazy. You know, I just think that's funny because I love that episode. I thought it was fun to do, 
But I don't think overall it's our best episode that we've it's ever done. It's not our best episode. <laughs> that would not be one if someone said, give me the one episode that I can check out your show and fall in love with it. It would not be the Pink Floyd no. episode. <laughs> what no. would it be, Chris? Uh, probably Dave Grohl or Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. We finally were hitting stride. One of stride. our Christmas specials. I think the Christmas, this last Christmas special was really good, but I don't know mm-hmm. if I would recommend that as like an everyday episode. Yeah. Or, that's just, you know, I'd recommend that around Christmas time. I mean, our Nickelodeon episode was a lot of fun to do too. That was our most of 2017, right? Yeah. 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 So if you're just checking us out from the network, um, we always end with the Christmas show and then we take about two weeks off before we come back. Which is where we are now. And Pink Floyd still downloaded for those two weeks heavily while we were going. While we didn't put anything new up, Pink Floyd, people love Pink Floyd. Now, the most listened to episode of 2018 was episode number 61. Not 69? Nope, 61. Okay. Which was? Uh, Which was? South Park. South Park. That was my topic. We, we rotate picking topics, so you that's know, why you'll get a wide variety of I actually of just to talked to somebody about. today who listened to the South Park episode, and she told me she loved it. Yeah, when you told me that off air, I snickered. <laughs> yes, you did. And you were like, why is he snickering? Because you came up with stats that I didn't even know we had. No, I, no, I have lots of stats. That's exciting. This, South Park is a good episode. Yeah, South that's Park a, is That's good. one to recommend. I think we covered a lot of information on that one. Yeah. We kind of we tweaked our format. And I almost want to go back and re-record South Park so that oh. we can do voices. Oh. <laughs> he did oh. enough voices for that episode. Yeah. He did Cartman yeah, a I lot. Guess he did voices. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the states we are most popular in: Texas, for some reason. Iowa. Oh, uh, we're not. Well, uh, people might listen to Iowa, but our top states are luckily Florida. Sweet. Since we're based in Florida, Ooh, we are. Then California. Yay. Yes. Well, I have a friend in there, so good. And then Mississippi. What? <laughs> M-I-S-S-I, S-I-P-P-I? Yeah. <laughs> Texas and then Virginia. Okay. I like this. Those are the you top five states. Two of those I would have never guessed. Yeah. Which one? Mississippi and Virginia? Yeah, I think that probably were the ones I would have well, never Well, because we, we knew Texas. Yeah, we knew Texas. California, all right. Yeah, California's cool. I like I, like I would have that. never yeah. guessed Mississippi and Virginia. <laughs> no. There are a lot of tech people in California, so they're probably checking out what's out there. Okay. So, hi. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> I'm going, going back there. Going back, back to Cali. Kelly. I beat you. I need to go. I know. I was there in September. It was excellent. I love California. All right. Back. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Countries we are popular in. Japan. The United States. The United States is <laughs> number one. Yay. I knew it. Five points for me. Then Germany. Why did this our pop quiz? Germany. What? No way. Yeah. Yes. Take that, David Hasselhoff. I'm taking over. I don't know if my family would approve of that. Um, well, do they, they've changed. You got to forgive. That's true. It's I been did, a long I did, time. I did go to Germany, and I'll tell you, they were some of the nicest people when I was over in Europe, so. And they got great food. And I got a dirndl. And, and really good it. beer. And good pretzels. They they did have a lot of good food and good beer and good pretzels, and I would go back to Germany in a heartbeat. Just not good dictator picking skills. Well, neither do we. We don't have good dictator picking skills in the I mean, U.S. When either. You're somebody to lead. Do you really just go? Is this the best dictator for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what she said. Ready for the next? 
<laughs> no, no, that was, that was, is this the best dick picture for me? <laughs> Next country is Romania. I have family. Uh, my ancestors are from Romania. Well, so I have been promoting us, so you know. Maybe your dead ancestors are listening to us. Well, Maybe. England. I told you there was a ghost yeah. in here. Hey, there we go. England is next. Yep. Australia. What? This is crazy. How do you know all of this? Where do you get these statistics from? Uh, Did you make them up? No, we get them from Spreaker. Oh, super. Poland, Canada, Norway, and France round out the top. Wow. Oh, I was really hoping to be big in Japan. Um, well, hello to everybody. I'm so happy no, I, that I'm you're very, listening. I'm really grateful for everybody. Right? But I was really hoping, like, as... There are, I wanted to cheap trick live in Budokan at one time. Those are the top percentages. I didn't look at the other lower percentages. Doesn't mean that we're not listened to in Japan. I just picked the top tier of percentages. Can we of get listening. Budokan? Can we get Budokan? Yeah, can we go record in Budokan one yeah, time? Yeah, we can do that and then release a live album. Yeah, it worked for <laughs> cheap trick. Yeah, so, well, I want you to love me. No, I, I want you to want, want me. me. That's what I meant. In our Facebook group, we currently have over 1,200 members. Yes. And on Twitter, we have 583 followers. Don't really hit the Twitter too hard. We're more of the Facebook podcast. I try I try more on the Twitter than you do. Yeah, I don't really... Uh, I need the login for the Twitter. I'll, I'll do the Twitter. I will do the Twitter for us. Our Twitter is more just saying that we have a new episode. We don't really... That is true. We need, we need someone to take over the Twitter. I will take over the Twitter. <gasps> but will you be like Wendy's? I can try. Wendy's Twitter is the best. Wendy's Twitter yeah. is the best. They've they... been rocking it for a couple of years now. Yeah, they are the best. In the Facebook group, 40% are women and 52, 52% are men and 1% is custom. Wait, wait, you, <laughs> wait a second. Can you give me those percentages one more time? Because none of that adds up. 47% are women. I rounded. So oh, I may have rounded okay. up or down. I thought he said 40%. And that's why I was like, there's no, no. still a big gap there. Said 40 you for definitely a second said there. 40. 47% are women, 52% are men, and 1% is custom. Okay, that's fine. Nicole, thank you for being be. custom. What do you mean that's fine? What is custom? <laughs> they could be what they want to be. They just want to be me. Because I am whatever Hashtag you say Kramo. I am. Because if I wasn't, then why would I say I am? The top countries that are in our Facebook group are the U.S., the U.K., the Philippines, Nicaragua, and Russia. Nicaragua. In our Facebook Russia, group? Russia? Yeah. I don't I don't know if I feel comfortable with Russia yep. being so active in or our Facebook group. hockey players? Yeah, but they could also be bots. The top cities of people <clears throat> who post in the group are from Orlando. Shocker. L.A., New York, Columbus, and London. Okay. Columbus, Ohio, that's you. Um, New York. Yeah. New York is both of us, basically. Um, Mainly you. Eh, my mom doesn't post a lot. She's probably active, but I don't know if she yeah. posts a lot. Nobody I have from New York is very active. Really? So. Why aren't you why aren't you promoting us with all your New York people? I am. Okay. Because he lives in Orlando. Yeah, so do I. I. And every time a New York person that I know is looking for new podcasts, I put a giant paragraph on their Facebook page <laughs> describing everything. Yep. And you know what was one episode that I never put on there? Pig Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> they well, probably already know. heard it. But they probably already listened to it. <laughs> the most popular platforms people listen to our show through. iTunes. Number yeah. one is Spreaker. Yay! Because we get money from Spreaker. iHeart. Yep. 
then Stitcher. Okay. And then Miscellaneous, which I assume is your podcatchers. I don't know what podcatchers is. Podcatchers are the programs that you would put on your phone and your tablet. So like my Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Because that's how I listen. Kind of. It's... It works like that. It's, it's, a, it's the an same app. way. Okay. And then you you put in the podcast you want to listen to. You would actually have to, you search, you get a podcatcher and then you type in podcast 42 and it brings down yes. the show or you put in Gravity Beard and it'll bring down that show. Okay. You actually have to physically yeah. load it up yourself. Got it. Okay. Cool. That's how I listen to mine because believe it or not, iTunes doesn't have every podcast out there. <gasps> get out. But they have us and we appreciate that. We have us, but not we're not big on iTunes or Apple Music or whatever the hell they're well, calling it. Because we promote Spreaker. We do promote Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. That's always number one when we say it, it seems like. Now get this. Get this. This is this is the number that blew me away. Pause for dramatic effect. The, the number that blew Chris away. The number of episodes we released in 2018. So many. 45. That's almost one a week. That's very good. That is really good. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That's a lot of episodes. Yes. Considering what? What do we say? We take the last two weeks off? Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, so we double we up. 50, so then we only missed five otherwise. Which would count for when we had the computer issues. Yeah, when we lost episodes. That two. comes up in my numbers. Oh, how many episodes have we lost? Four? That's, that's later. Okay. <laughs> the numbers of... Beers we tasted in 2018 was 47. Because there were a couple of competing ones with you and Gary. Yep. So. Number of Patreon bonus content that you can get if you subscribe to our Patreon. A lot. That includes scripts, bonus shows, uh, behind the scene pictures, um, sound checks. But there's currently 58 original items that you could get in addition to our free content. Wow. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. Considering that that's not always upkept weekly. Like our food, like our Dinner with Fraz episodes yeah. where we were trying um, burgers and fries or we were trying fried, fried chicken, chicken or we tried pizza. Yes. There is a lot of stuff. Pizza's not I... released yet, but it will be. It's not? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, uh, you're not paying for anything. Or maybe it got lost to the computer like no, everything it's, else. No, it's there. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it was in the cloud, so it got saved. Number of episodes. It was in the cloud. <laughs> number of episodes recorded but not released. Two. We have two episodes that we fully recorded but have not released. One is unreleasable due to sound and the other is pizza. Which was the unreleasable one? Ramones. It had Gary on it. No, Ramones uh, was eaten by the computer. Oh, I thought that was one of the, what you were saying. Well, Gary was a guest host, and mm. uh, it just, I, it never came out correctly. It was one of the older McDonald's? episodes. No? Didn't McDonald's was released. Mc- oh, okay. You don't even know your own catalog. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was an episode he was filling in for me. I know that. <clears throat> yes. I don't know what the topic was. Hmm. There might not have been one. Maybe not. It could the have mystery. been before a topic of the week. Yeah. Because we used to just talk randomly. Completely for an hour. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, we did. Uh, numbers of quiet. Ep- number of episodes the computer ate was five. Yeah. But how many have we re-recorded? Two. And we have uh, Ramones being re-recorded coming up shortly. Yeah. 
Number of times jail said, oh, you didn't know? Oh, my gosh. You went back and counted? Or did you just make up a number? 112 times. Over the course of 2018, jail said, oh, you didn't know? 112 times. It's too many times. That is That averages for everybody to more than twice per episode. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we released 40, how many did you say? Uh, 45 45 episodes episodes and 112 times he said it. That is almost three times an episode that he said, oh, you didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. Starting 2019 off strong. 113. Number of times (laughs) Faraz mentioned Batman. Too many. 1,216. Jeez, Louise. (laughs) How many times did he mention Star Wars? I didn't do Star Wars. So. Oh, okay. He, he, only Chris did didn't have that much free time to no. count. He, had, he, he counted a thousand times for Batman. He could have done Star Wars at the same time. <laughs> he gave Laura a job also. <laughs> Number of times Nicole said, I've never seen that. <laughs> 51. Again, about once per episode. <laughs> I've never a seen that. A little more, but hey. Yeah, we did how many How many times did I say that just during the sound check today? <laughs> That I lost track with. <laughs> Number of times I made an inappropriate joke that might get me in trouble later. 17. Only 17? Only 17. Times. Only 17. Do you You're, know my favorite part about it, we Chris? should have been the ones to count that. No, this is number of inappropriate jokes that might get me in trouble later. Yeah. My favorite part about jokes that might get him in trouble is that he realizes it about two to five seconds after he makes it. It goes, yes. ooh, I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm from the older generation where you just kind of said, you said it, and, and then people thought about it later. People got upset at you, but they didn't hate you and try to get you fired. And they now just people said, try and get you fired. They just said, mm, but now they try to get you fired. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. We're not going to get you fired. <laughs> uh, guest host that helped us out in 2018. Gary Winograd, Mark Decenti, and Laura DeVos. Yay. Thank you to all of you. Except for Gary. Except for Gary. Uh, guests that we interviewed on the show. Cremo. Cremo and, and Brownie Brittle. My sister. Didn't we interview one other person? Nope. No? No. Oh, I thought we oh, did. Oh, we did like a phone interview with your friend. I can't remember. Um, that's on the Patreon. That's Sean. Got it. Speaking of Sean. Speaking of Sean. Podcasters that helped us out in 2018 one way or the other. Uh, Gravity Beard podcast, More Gooder Than, In Poor Taste, which Sean is from, and Tales from the Fandom. Tales from the Fandom helped us out on some sound issues early on in the year. Mm-hmm. So those are the Podcast 42 numbers for 2018. We did a good job. I think we did a good job. Mm-hmm. I'm still like 46 episodes, 45 episodes. That's incredible. Plus, Patreon episodes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. We did. Yeah. That's a lot of work. And I appreciate you for all the work that you put into it all. Well, I appreciate you guys. You guys put in equal amounts of work. I just come and talk. No, you do more than me. I just show you up. You bring the beer. Yeah, you, you, bring you, the beer. you do more than I do. You bring the beer. I just come and talk. You brought <laughs> 45 different beers. <laughs> You know how hard it is to find different (laughs) beers sometimes? Gary brought two different beers. And it was very stressful for him. (laughs) Well, he's looking for label and taste. You're at least just going for taste or something different. I'm going for what I would 
like to drink and what I think everybody else would like yes. or dislike. Or you just want to torture me with an IPA. Sometimes, yes. But this one, the maple syrup really drew me into it. Not so torturous. I almost want to rate it now. <laughs> so let's get to the Podfix mixtape. Let's um, do it. We were an independent podcast just floating out there on our own. And now we got picked up uh, with the Podfix Network, who has a bunch of other shows which are like-minded to ours. They're not similar, um, but they're all pop culture-related in some way, shape, or form shows. So I think we fit in really well with this group. And I thought it would be cool if we played some clips from each show, and then you can kind of experience it. And then when you're done listening to this show... You can pick uh, maybe another show to listen to off the network that you might like as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to open up with uh, the show that's helped us a lot and supported us a lot, and that is Gravity Beard. Yay. Yay. Gravity Beard's description is it's a variety show with interviews, stories, discussions, with and a healthy dose of nonsense. Um, it's a delicious box of audio chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. and huh. drop- you got to say that like Forrest Gump. You can't just say that. You I don't never say know like, what you're going to get. I don't want to say it like Forrest Gump. But that's what the sentence is. I want to say it like me. No, but you can't say it. it's like a box of chocolates and not say it like Forrest Gump does. All right, I'll say it like Forrest Gump. Okay. Ready? It's a delicious box <laughs> of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That is not Forrest Gump. Are you sure? Yes. That was very earnest. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not Forrest Gump. Who we covered. Yes, we, we did. did. We did. Now, um, recently, Gravity Beard uh, has deemed themselves as the Seinfeld of podcasting. So they're a show about nothing? They say they're a show about nothing. However, they are a show about everything. Everything. So <laughs> no offense, Gravity Beard. This is more compliment than not, but they cram like every topic, every subject. They've got multiple episode themes going on there's a ton a ton of stuff that goes on on that show one show that i really recommend is they did an episode on red hill mining town the song from youtube 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 (laughs) so youtube is a cover band of youtube (laughs) okay so it's actually a youtube band not youtube but they should do an episode on YouTube because that'd be really cool <laughs> if that band existed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let, check out that one. Oh but God. I'm going to play a clip. This is from episode 176 on their series This Week Today, uh, volume 54. It's titled The Otter and Flav Show. And here, um, Chris and Adam, who are the hosts, talk about some special days of that particular week. And only the way that Gravity Beard can. Can't wait to hear it. You are now listening to Gravity Beard. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Why don't you kick us off, dude? I sure will. So yesterday, I hope you didn't miss it, was National Pastry Day. That sounds delicious. I, I might enjoy a nice little strudel. And I would enjoy an eclair because that's my favorite pastry. Ah, no, nah, I'm in Miami. Who am I kidding? I'm going to get some pastelitos. It's going to be awesome. Another good selection. So today is Nobel Prize Day. I don't have a joke for that. Well, I don't either, but I would like to award you the Nobel Prize in podcasting for consistently delivering platinum content on this show. 
Well, I cannot accept this award without sharing it with you. So to you, I also offer the platinum level content and above prize for podcasting. Nice. So we are co-winners of the Nobel <laughs> Prize in podcasting for consistently delivering platinum level content. It's just one more way that you and I are winning. Winning. Again. And, and winning big. Winning big time, bro. Well, congratulations us. Yeah, congratulations. Okay, well, tomorrow is Noodle Ring Day. Better than a Nuva Ring Day. Actually, probably not better than a Nuva Ring, because isn't, like, isn't that like a contraceptive? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't either. Once again, cursory research has failed us. <laughs> <laughs> but on Wednesday is a very fun day. It's Gingerbread House Day. Oh, that's a delicious day. Yes, it is. And I just recently have seen some really great entries into gingerbread houses, some being Star Wars, like the Star Destroyers. Nice. Uh, the de- Yep, the Death Star, and also Hogwarts. So, great day. Wow, are you serious? Yeah, it's amazing. A, a Hogwarts gingerbread house. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so sick. That is impressive. Okay, yeah. well, Thursday is National Day of the Horse. That's an interesting day, especially that's an interesting way to say that. Well, we do have one intern in our group that particularly likes horses, and that would be Vanessa York. So I'd like to dedicate National Day of the Horse to Vanessa York. But also, I'm going to modify this day just slightly, as we're known to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this National Mini Horse Day because Ah. mini horses are awesome. Mini horses are awesome. Good call. And uh, congratulations to Vanessa York for... This also now being your national day. It is. It's it's National Vanessa York Day. Right. And Friday, we have National Alabama Day. So I am actually from Alabama, my early years. And I also wanted to vote this to the band. So there you go. That's exactly what I was going to say, because I'm going to celebrate National Sweet Home Alabama Day. And I'm going to listen to one of my favorite classic rock, rock songs on repeat all day. Yep, there is no other way to celebrate that day. That is correct. All right, well, we can wrap up our week of celebrations on Saturday by celebrating Cat Herders Day. I'm going to modify this one as well, and I'm going to change it and call it Parenting Toddlers Day. (laughs) I think that's a fair switcheroo. So, so let it be written, so let it be done. Next! All right, well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. I will kick us off. This week in 1642... New Zealand was discovered. That's the same thing as Australia, right? Exactly the same. Yep. So let me let me just give you some details on that. Dutch navigator Abel Tasman becomes the first European explorer to sight the South Pacific Island group now known as New Zealand. <laughs> In his sole attempt to land, sev- several of Tasman's crew were killed by warriors from a South Island tribe who interpreted the Europeans' exchange of trumpet signals as a prelude to war. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to get into a deep discussion. You might even have uh-huh. an opinion on this. I kind of take issue with the headline, New Zealand Discovered, because upon landing there, if you get murdered by natives, it's already been discovered. Right, it already is known. So I find that headline and that story to be a little bit arrogant, in my opinion. It should be like more like New Zealand appropriated. <laughs> <laughs> right, New Zealand stolen from the people that already are there. <laughs> in any case, moving on, this week in 1901, the first Nobel Prizes are awarded in Stockholm, Sweden. 
That's pretty cool. And if I heard correctly, Adam, you and I are the most recent recipients of a Nobel Prize. Yes, we should put that in 2018. Adam and Toph were awarded the Platinum Level Content in Podcasting Nobel Prize. (laughs) (laughs) Or you might say the Nobel Prize for Podcasting for consistently delivering Platinum Level Content. (laughs) Yeah, or that. So there you go. We're plugged in. (laughs) Because <laughs> he didn't plug us in the first time That's for those Gravity Beard um, Check them out uh, Why don't we just go around the room Why don't you read the next one, Nicole uh, No, I think he should do the next one I should do number three Okay. I think that sounds best You sure? Yes Okay, because the next one is So I married a movie geek Alright, I see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> Its description is about one married couple Thousands of movies she's never seen. Oh, hey, Nicole, it sounds like you. Maybe I should have read this one, but I think the next one sounds better for me. (laughs) Join hosts Chrissy and Justin on this wild ride as we introduce Chrissy to the classic and often not so classic films of the past and present. Drink copious amounts of alcohol. Sounds like a great time. Dissect and sometimes deflect from the subject at hand. FYI, each podcast has lots and lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, be aware, they might spoil the movie for you. There is an episode posted every Monday, if they can keep up, and they have kids, so I'm sure the episodes could be interrupted, or could be about kids' films. This could be, this could be, you could do some Married a Movie Geek 2 with you and Tara. Yeah, because she hasn't seen a lot either. She gets mad about not going to the movies, but then doesn't want to go to the movies. I deal with that. I know that feeling as well. Yep. Yeah. I looked at her. I go, I'm like, hey, I'm taking the kid to the movies. What are you going to see? Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is making a ton of money. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've seen it twice. DC needed that hit. They really yeah, they did. did. It was really good. It, was it good? I loved it. Are you just saying that because... No, I'm not just saying that. You're in love with Jason Momoa. I'm not just saying that because of Jason Momoa. No, uh, okay. I really loved the movie. It had a really good story. I don't really know if I want to see it or not. I didn't see the first one. I just, the only time I saw Aquaman was when I saw Justice League. What first one? This is the first one. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. I didn't, so, see, I didn't see the first one either. I, I figured, <laughs> here's the thing. I figured if he was in Justice League, there must have already been an Aquaman movie. No, no. This <laughs> like, is DC's like, going into no, the like, like Avengers had all of the movies out and then, like, the, I just, no. Stop! Okay, fine, go on. Go, go. This is actually the fourth one. <laughs> Shut the F up. They're doing it like Star Wars. <laughs> this is why his brother wasn't originally Ocean Master to begin with. He was just learning about the ocean now he's a master of it (laughs) so anyway i picked this clip for you jail i am so glad you did because these are two of my favorite movies that came out this past year it's from episode 240 venom and the meg this clip you're going to see that chrissy and justin are going to discuss venom and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> uh, this is only Venom clip. This is no. There's no Meg clip. Oh, You'll have to listen to the whole episode. I know. The Meg was the better movie out of the two. Oh, don't even get me started. I loved the Meg. I know. We. This is where we disagree. One of the few times we disagree. I know. I love shark movies. You are now listening to So I Married a Movie Geek. All right. 
here's the here's the long line for this one. When Eddie Brock acquires the powers of a symbiote, symbiote, right? Symbiote. Symbiote. I don't know. He will have to release his alter ego, Venom, to save his life. Venom was directed by Ruben Fleischer, uh, written by Jeff Pinkner and Scott Rosenberg and several others, I assume. Stars Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, uh, Jenny Slate, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. You already, you'd not even heard of this movie before. No, I had not. You're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You, you finally saw Venom. Yes. Tell us how it changed your life. So my first thought afterward was, what is that? Because that that kind of like line of inquiry never changed from the beginning of the movie before we saw it to the end. It was the whole way through. What is that? This movie's a mess, guys, for many reasons. But I don't know how you get such talented people like Tom Hardy, Jenny Slate, Michelle Williams, put them in a movie and then have it be as awful as this one is usually I feel like you can look at the collective cast you know if you're on um, you know IMDb before you see a movie you're like oh these are good people this is gonna be good no you'd be wrong you'd be really really wrong I don't know what Sony was doing if they were just trying to do their own version of the next Marvel movie but they tried to make it funny it wasn't they tried to make it intermittently scary it wasn't that either they tried to make it so that you had these crazy action sequences that would wow you I felt like it was super fake and all of those super fake the the action sequences specifically you share Horowitz (laughs) Yes (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super fake. As if. As if. <laughs> but this, this is a very um 90s comic book movie. Is by it? The way. Is it? Yeah, it just has the whole like look, aesthetic, like weird sense of humor. Can you give me like uh, a a similar parallel movie that I could uh like Spawn? Did you see Spawn? Nope. Um, what are others? There are lots of others. Oh, all right. So then the this crow. is a very... Okay. So this you is... You have those? <laughs> no. You those. There you go. 2019. So what you're telling me is this is this caters to a very specific throwback genre. Well, I mean, it caters to a lot because it made two, 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 $212 million I don't understand. Just in the US. I don't know how that is possible. A lot of 12-year-old boys out there. I guess. this That's the one thing. So I... I didn't see this in the theater. I just saw it with you. I heard it was terrible. And then I also heard people were like, it's kind of like a uh, so bad it's good. No. Type movie. No. No? No. I'm, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it's bad, bad. I think it's, I don't know if it's good, bad. It's like mystifyingly bad. It's like, (laughs) um, I agree with you. That's it's what I was like, saying earlier. What was that? And how do you get all these talented people in it and fuck it up so badly? I, I felt the worst for Michelle Williams. I, like, can, holy Oh, crap. my God. We between, need to have an entire... Greatest Showman. Yes, Last this, year with her this. and this with her this year. Like, congrats to her. Like, her bank account's doing well. But I just felt bad. I was like, oh, no. The, all, the whole time... Why did you time, guys do this to Michelle Williams? I was thinking of Dawson's Creek and I was like... Jenny from the block did not turn out so well. <laughs> what, what if Dawson turned happened? Dawson turned into Venom? That would have made it a lot of fun. <laughs> I would have watched that. That'd by, been great. And, and by the way, I am virtually uh, have no uh, knowledge about Venom outside of the fact that 
I know he's connected to Spider-Man. And I know that Topher Grace played him in Spider-Man 3. And it was really <laughs> awkward and dorky and weird. Like, just strange. So, when I found out they were giving him a whole movie, with my limited knowledge, I'm like, I was like, what? I was like, word? Like, the Dave, Ch- <laughs> Dave Chappelle gift. Word? Um, I, but I didn't hate it. Like, I was entertained throughout. That really? was the weird thing. It's obviously a mess because it's got, like, <laughs> there's, like, four or five competing uh, like uh, tones and like yes. almost genres of movies going on. I, here's what I was impressed by. I was impressed by uh, fucking Tom Hardy. He's like, <laughs> he's like stuck in like the mask with Jim Carrey almost. Yeah. You know what this right. movie kept reminding me of? And, I don't, and we did this for our podcast, but I doubt that you remember it. Okay. This movie reminded me of like a dark 90s superhero version mixed with Night on Elm Street uh, two. Uh, <laughs> You're right. I don't remember it. I think that's you and Nicole. If I'm going to have to listen to that one. And we're married. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to tell anybody this, but. She just sounds like me, too. That's the weird part about it. You know. And I never see any movies. Very yeah. But everybody else knows. So far this year. Yeah. But that's a fun way to. To review movies. That makes it different. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's nice. I'm going to check them out. I think we should watch The Meg. Okay. I just know that, I just know that uh, Rain Wilson was in it, and I like him, because he's Yeah, who plays Dwight. the same character and everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the bad guy. Because he's great. He's the bad guy? Yeah. He's Rain always, Wilson is not the bad guy. Rain Wilson is the bad guy he's in everything. He's not the everything. bad guy. He's the it, funny Dwight guy. is the villain of The Office. In The Meg, he's a bad <laughs> he's guy. He's not the villain. <laughs> All right. So, Nicole, tell us about the next uh, Podfix uh, Network show. Well, the next one is I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam, and they podcast mm. about they mm. podcast about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They podcast about nothing. They promise to never teach you a thing that's relevant to your life. Thank you, swear. If their 18-year friendship has taught them anything, it's that they are slightly left of center. They are two 50-ish-year-old women from Canada who podcast in a car, even in negative 40 degrees Celsius weather, which I don't know how cold that is Fahrenheit, but it sounds freaking cold to me. There's a negative in front of it. I think that's yeah, all that matters. That's very cold. <laughs> uh, it's where their strangest and funniest conversations happen. They overshadow share Lisa is the worst and disagree about everything they laugh at life stress but mostly about themselves and what's an hour out of your week Mm, laugh with them about uh laugh what laugh with them (laughs) sorry that's okay well you're changing it from the first person to the third person yeah I'm sorry laugh with them or at them they don't care because they're Canadian a why not (laughs) why not let them be the least stressful part of your week uh this clip that we're about to hear is from the episode titled we out where sam falls down somewhere in canada and lisa has some compassionless advice about things sounds about right for us too yeah right and i i I love the accents on these women the accents (gasps) themselves do they talk canadian Canadian eh? oh yeah it's definitely canadian oh i can't wait you are now listening to i shake my head with lisa and sam stinky leg i think in a past life i might have been a gangster no rapper no no like ice cube or ice tea no i might have been ice tea shaggy shaggy wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) got me got me doing it in the corner wasn't me 
Caught me going on the floor was me. Is that how the song's about? Is it about sex, that song? Okay, we're not that show. No, we're not we're that not. show. You know what? You're in pretty good spirits, Samantha, oh. considering you had an accident today. Oh, don't. Uh huh. Okay, because my foot hurts and my knee hurts. Big so. girl, big girl fell. <laughs> fat girl down. Not fat. even 2019 edition. Yeah, fat girl down 2018. Is that the third in the 2018 series? Oh, it might be. Yep, might be. You had two last year. Yeah. And yeah. Now. Super exciting. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. Come on. I don't know. Were you okay? Okay, so look, no, okay. Cause no, because I no. can't tell you the story because yes. you have no compassion. I have for tons me. of compassion. No, you don't. That's all. Look at I'm. Look at how concerned I look. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you are not concerned. Are you saying I don't have a compassionate look? No. You don't have a compassionate bone in your body. <laughs> Smith, that makes when it comes to me yes. and slipping and falling. Oh, because you, you okay. have no compassion. I have for compassion, me. but I just always but I mean you know, my mind thinks logical. So all I think is, were you aware of your surroundings? Yes, I was. How did you fall in between two cars? Because I didn't see the ice because it was covered with snow and and I fell between my car and another car. Just because you didn't get boots. I wore. I no. am wearing boots. But if you were in winter boots, no, I'm not wearing winter boots. Do you think boots. maybe that's no, the thing? No, you know. What, but you know what? Boots. I saw somebody in the in the, in the mall the other day. You can get these too. I think you can get them at the shoppers. And you just get and they clip onto your shoes and no, they're like no, they're like little grippy spikes. No. Yeah. Hi. I am not I that think, girl. You might not be that girl. I am not ever going to be that girl. Well, is it better than hurting your knee? It might be. I'm just saying, right? If it's a really cold day, I have to wear a scarf when I'm waiting for the bus because I'm not that girl. But is it better than getting frostbite on my Adam's apple? Yes, it is. Right? Not that I have an Adam's apple. Oh, my God. Because I'm not a dude. But if I was a dude, I think I would have one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Most dudes have an Adam's apple. Yeah. That's like the requirement, I think. Well, I think there's more than that. (laughs) I think I require more than a... uh, Dear Samantha, I require more than an Adam's apple out of my dude. But you know what? If that's what you're going for, uh-huh. a dude with an Adam's apple, yeah, it's a good yeah, start. Yeah. It's a good start. Uh-huh. So I didn't just hurt my, su- my, my knee, though. I know. I dropped a pallet on my foot Why today, Why are you, too. like, handling a pallet? Don't you have, like, a pallet jack? I had to move the pallet on top of the, the stack of pallets because we had done skids today. No boys working? This you is not just a boy's job. I know. You think you're stronger than This is than a them. girl's job, too. I get that. But you couldn't have had an extra set of hands? No. There was nobody back there. Couldn't have asked? I can do it. It wasn't the fact mm, that it was but apparently heavy you to lift. I I didn't lift it properly, and it landed on my foot. Okay. I can lift a pallet. But 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 not well. Yes, I can. Doesn't sound like Again, it. with no compassion. <laughs> Yo, I, yes, I have the compassion. I'm just trying to understand how these things happen to you. You know what? Okay. Stop talking to me. All right. Stop talking. Friends of the podcast, we're going to have a 30-second timeout. <laughs> I think it's really important before we continue on with the podcast. Do, 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 do. So I just picture me sitting in the back of the car because these guys recorded in a car. I'm eating my poutine and I'm watching these two girls talk. Drinking a bullshit. No, drinking Tim Hortons. So that's hilarious. I like that show. Thanks a lot. Now Baby Shark's going to be stuck in my head for like an hour. <laughs> See, and you know what the funny thing is? Me and my friend Sam, my best friend Sam, she and I did Baby Shark like at least 
10 years ago and we thought I don't like, believe that because otherwise you would have made a shit ton of money oh off that. my god we did the baby shark and we had like the, the sounds to make with our hands and everything yeah I baby this was shark, a new song you're saying this is a 10 year old song yes and so when I started hearing it come up I was like Sam you don't understand like what I was listening with Frost's kid I think the beer's I'm, kicking in no, what I was listening with Frost's kids, like he pulled up, like his son pulled up a video on his, on the tablet yeah. with the Baby Shark song. And I was like, oh my gosh, Sam, this is a real thing. Like kids know Baby Shark. And then it started coming up everywhere. And I was like, I don't understand. We we knew about this the whole time. How is this now a big thing? Never heard Baby Shark I I can call her up right now and she will say that we were doing this 10 years ago. It was crazy. All right. Well, maybe you should go to Canada and sit in the back of their car. I don't want to go to Canada. It's too cold. <gasps> but you could get us some Timbits. It's too cold. Please? No. I could really go for You go. Work. You're from Buffalo. You're more used to the cold than I am. You lived in New York. You lived in upstate New York. I lived Just in because... downstate New York. What was your remark on the boots? <laughs> when you were talking about the boots. Oh, because you know there's rain boots and then there's snow boots and there's the light snow boots. Either way, you got to know which way you can walk on the ice, you know. Oh my and in Florida, no you boots. Wear no Flip boots. <laughs> Flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's a boot. All right. This next uh, show is called In Session Film. And this is a couple of cineophiles and they're dedicated to the love of art and film. Regardless of genre, whether it's an indie or a blockbuster, or who may be involved, they love discussing and analyzing everything that is film. You can hear them discuss a variety of topics on the In Session Film podcast, whether it be reviews, lists, or other film-related discussions. Now, these guys are smart. I could never be a guest on their podcast, because they get in-depth, and I'm like, uh, well, there was guns in it, and they shot them. That was cool. <laughs> And that'd be all I could contribute. And they go into detail and depth. So if you really like a lot of a lot of in depth discussion, this is the podcast for you. All right. It might be a podcast for me. It might be a podcast for you. You'd be okay guest starring on this podcast, but I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I think there was boobies in it. <laughs> uh, this clip is from episode three oh five, Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, slash Bumblebee slash top three action scenes of 2018. And this is just a clip taken from the Mary Poppins Return section of that podcast. You are now listening to the In Session Film Podcast. All right. Mary Poppins Returns is directed by Rob Marshall and it stars Emily Blunt, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Ben Wishall, Emily Mortimer, Pixie Davies, Nathaniel Salah, Joel Dawson, and brief appearances from one Dick Van Dyke and Angela Lansbury. And we should clarify, not as Bert or as Mrs. Potts, <laughs> respectively. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately so. But they yeah. do have an appearance here. If you're not familiar with this film, well, decades after her original visit, the magical nanny returns to help the bank siblings and Michael's children through a difficult time in their lives. All right, Brendan, let's go ahead and get into this. I guess to set the table a little bit, again, if you listen to our latest bonus content, mm -hmm. I was on that show with 
Ryan and Jay. I gave my thoughts on the original Mary Poppins, a film that I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid and revisiting that film. It was really interesting for a lot of reasons I talked about on that show, but I really mm-hmm. do like that 1964 film. Yeah. Brendan is even a bigger fan of the film than I am, and I adore it. So. Yeah, it may be my favorite movie musical. At least it would be in the top yeah. three, maybe top five, if I were to do that exercise. Okay, so with that said, Brendan, what did you think about Mary Poppins Returns? So on Twitter, I already compared Mary Poppins Returns to about 10 buckets full of sugar rather yeah. than a spoonful of sugar. Sure. So those who follow me may have seen that already. And I guess I should clarify, I don't mind movies that are overly sweet or even sad but Mary Poppins Returns does continue to prove why I just haven't been the biggest fan of Rob Marshall's directing style. I find mm-hmm. his films a bit overstuffed with vibrancy and musicality, almost desperate to recreate a live theater or Broadway experience. And it usually suffocates much of the drama underneath those respective films. And for the most part, I did feel that way about Mary Poppins Returns, sadly. And with Mary Poppins Returns, it really seems as if Disney was more concerned with only recapturing the magic exuberance and the imagination of the original Mary Poppins to the point that I sadly found this sequel a little bit superficial, narratively inconsistent, and mostly trite, if I'm being honest. Uh, This wouldn't be as much of a problem if Mary Poppins Returns wasn't interested in thematic subtlety like the first one was, especially with its notions on familial selfishness and parental neglect. But Marshall and screenwriter David McGee are still attempting to imbue this film with something underneath, and I do find those specific ideas pretty interesting. Mm. There is a great extension of the Mary Poppins mythos going on here, ambiguously confirming some of the mystery of this character and maybe a potential motherly past that she may not want revealed. And I think Mm. in these small moments, Emily Blunt is at her best. And I do think overall she is quite great here, establishing a continuity between both portrayals of this perfect nanny But this was continuously felt throughout the original for me. And the sequel only has it in in brief and very musically direct moments for me. Otherwise, it sort of dissolves into a rather plotting chase film, one that comes complete with a rather dull villain as well. At least that's sort of how I saw it. So in the end... Mary Poppins Returns just felt like a more colorful but more superficial recreation of the original for me and also kind of came off as just a series of unconnected musical vignettes that did begin to ring a little tedious for me as well. If you're looking for just that vibrancy, then there's a lot you're probably going to like about this film, but for something that was still attempting to be a bit more than that... I just wish there was more than that. I was sadly disappointed by this one. All right, so you see what I mean there? I mean, they get into it. Yes, you were not in your head on a lot of it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's like me going into a. That's me after a Marvel movie. Yeah. That is the dissertation that you get where I just go into every single character and where this person should be and where everything like. Do not see a comic book movie with me if you don't want to listen to something like that. Yeah. So if you're like a big super fan of film and you want to dissect every piece of the film from the <laughs> writing to the actor to the to the direction then that's the film for you or the podcast for you excuse me but if you're like me and like uh boobies <laughs> boobies then we can see a mo- <laughs> then we can see a movie together yeah <laughs> i mean i i haven't seen the new mary poppins i like to see it because i like emily blunt and i like lin-manuel miranda and i'd be interested in seeing but I don't remember the original Mary Poppins. I know I've 
watched How? it. I, I, I know I watched it of probably. Of all the movies you say that you've never seen or might not remember. How? You being the Disney nerd you are, that's going to surprise me. Oh my goodness. You if you want to go through all the Disney movies I haven't seen or don't remember really well. Yes, but this is just one that would just shock me because Mary Poppins is that iconic. No. I think if you watched it now, if we sat in the room and watched it, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've seen this. You've had to have seen that one. I, I could not tell you how the movie ended, though. I don't remember. I don't know if the- I could tell you how the movie ended. She left. I know how it ended, ended, but I'm not going to say it. It's just one of those things where, like, where I think I remember how it ended. It's yeah, she she poofed down in her umbrella to start, and then she poofed back up in her umbrella at the end. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't. I don't really. I remember them floating and singing about how they were floating, and and that that that's about all I remember. Yeah, but I, you know, there are a lot of Disney movies that, even as a Disney nerd, I don't like. I've never seen. And when I say I haven't seen, there's a chance that I saw it once when I was really young, like and I don't and remember it. I don't remember. I don't know Oliver and Company. I don't know the Aristocats. I don't know Sleeping Beauty. I what? Don't, I don't know Those Mary Poppins. Boring. I don't know Dumbo. I don't Dumbo's know. Dumbo's not boring. I don't. Well, first Dumbo ones you named like are the boring. shortest movie ever. I don't know it's the a, Jungle Book. It's an hour long. Like I yeah, don't even well, get me started. You should see Jungle Book. Jungle Book's good. See, do you okay? The so original, like, not I'm any just, of the remakes. I'm just trying to live up to my standard of not seeing any movies and just You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> You're killing me here. I've never seen that movie either. <laughs> I haven't either. It's on my list to watch. Thank you. You, you not stole being it a big sports fan doesn't surprise me, but given when she grew up, yes. But I have this thing where baseball movies are so good yes major league baseball itself is so bad but baseball movies are incredible you do realize you're talking to the person who plays like three to four times i know you play baseball but baseball is so boring but somehow when you make a movie about baseball it's incredible because it's all about this all about the beer they're all drinking or doing something else it's all the extracurriculars that's not baseball I mean, I like uh, the one with the Cleveland Indians. What was that? Major League. I like the one that had Justin Timberlake and Clint Eastwood in it. Oh, that was uh, for the love of the game. I like the one that um, had uh, Brad Pitt and Moneyball. Uh, yeah, that was great. Moneyball. I wanted to great. see Moneyball, but I didn't see Moneyball. I lend it to you. Yeah, Eight, Eight Eight you, out. Please I do. Love it. It's one of my favorite movies. I really wanted to see that one. And I didn't get to see it. And uh, Jonah Hill is in it, right? Yeah, it's All a right. great yes, movie. It's a great movie. That one I really wanted to see. And Brad Pitt eats through the entire movie. There's not a scene he doesn't have a sandwich. Brad Pitt I eats in every movie. I, he eats no, in. No, I swear movies? he's eating more in this movie than in any other movie he's in. In every single Oceans movie, he was eating in every scene. I that was, must be part of his contract. Like Jennifer it's Goodwin. It's got to be a joke. Like Jennifer Goodwin, who was in um, uh, Once Upon a Time. Was that mm-hmm. the, the... Yeah. Okay. Yes. So she has a contract in all of everything that she does that she does not show her actual hair she always wears a wig in every single role that she does she does not let but it's so she can maintain her own identity and when she goes into a role she's a different person so she always has to wear a wig no matter what role she's in that's weird it must be in brad pitt's contract that he has to be eating in every movie because he is eating in every movie in his cameo in deadpool too no. He had a cameo in Deadpool 2. <gasps> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Number two for the year. Write it down. 
It's the greatest cameo ever. I, don't remember. I will sit and watch a marathon of baseball movies with you, but I won't go to a baseball game. We'll oh. watch Bill Durham. I will do both. I will watch Hanks all the baseball movies the and go to a baseball game. Baseball game. Field I love of Dreams. We'll watch all of them, but I'm not going to baseball. It's just going to be a major league marathon because I feel that's the greatest baseball movie ever made. The, only the first one. The rest were crap. No, that's why I'm saying just the first one. Okay. I agree. All but right. this next podcast that you can catch is Two Girls on a Bench. Okay. It's about <laughs> two young at heart women. 44 is the, well, you know, new 44. Working on a screenplay, working full time, and trying to be creative on the side and on the weekends. In their 24, oh, sorry, I can't read. In their 26 <laughs> years of friendship. Listen, when they started this, they were girls. Whenever they sit on a bench together anywhere in the world, they always see something unique happen. Each episode, they take on a writing prompt, snack their woes away, and sometimes visit their old vault of old ideas. Join them as they procrastinate a lot, just like most of us do. Maybe you've had writer's block, or maybe you want, really wanted to watch Netflix instead of writing your screenplay, novel, TV series, or grocery list. If so, this podcast is for you. This clip here is from episode 38, Flashback to Free Cheese. There's a little bit of the list the ladies are working on and trying to make serial killers, well, more lovable. I have a great idea. We should get two girls on a bench, and I shake my head together. And I shake my head, and they could all record at the same time, but they could have the be- the, the bench and the car next to each other. No. In Canada. Two girls on a bench are riding in the back seat. We can't get the bench in the back seat of the car. We put it in the trunk. It's an SUV. Okay, that might work. All right. That's a great crossover. Those guys should think about that. <laughs> you are now listening to Two Girls on a Bench. So, this is like live list making. You all are in on <laughs> first the, time ever. You all are in on the brainstorming session. Yes. Let's just so we're gonna let it silent. all hang out. We're gonna be silent for three minutes and each write a list, and then we're gonna read them to you. Oh wait, <laughs> just kidding. We're like a moment of silence while we write. <laughs> no, we always talk the whole time we're doing this, so yeah, actually it's okay. We do. It's not like and then a we're visual like, thing. Fuck, we should have recorded ourselves. <laughs> we'd, be, <laughs> we'd be done with that episode. We'd be done. What? All right. So what's the list we're gonna do? You picked one. Traits that make a serial killer lovable. Aww. It's like just a sweet little serial killer. I mean, the first one I thought of was, and I said Anthony Michael Hall, but his name is. Is it the guy that played Dexter, Michael C. Hall? Michael or C. Michael Hall C. Michael or Michael Hall? C. Hall? C. Michael Run Hall? <laughs> Dexter guy. Dexter guy. Have an actor. That guy that was in Six Feet Under yeah. and Dexter. Have a charming, lovely looking actor play the serial killer. The winning grin. You know, that he, makes him lovable. He was a little creepy, though. He was super creepy, but I also was so on his side. And yeah. The first time i watched that show but i, think I was because yeah i was like disgusted i was like this how could anyone want to watch this show really i was i mean I, I wanted to see what happened but i was also like <laughs> nervous about seeing him cut people up and uh, watch it. yeah so spoiler alert i don't know if it's a spoiler. That <laughs> i'm sorry been dexter's been out forever okay. get 
Netflix and watch it or no, whatever. So, well, so whatever I, it's on. I stuck HBO, with it. Showtime. I don't remember. I mean, much like The Walking Dead, which I didn't stick with at first because I was like, "Where's this going? A bunch of zombies." I mean, eventually, it's just zombies. <laughs> I mean, who's gonna watch this show? Yeah, who's this is never gonna make it. <laughs> this little AMC show is never gonna be popular. And now I'm like, "Where's a new show coming on?" Oh my god. Um. Anyways, yes, yeah, so I was wrong about Dexter too. I ended up loving that and watching all of them and catching up to like the live seasons what? anyway so what that made okay that made my serial killer I, like, I know i like him i know what else makes a serial killer lovable actually what makes him maybe not lovable but makes you like on his side yeah is like a really difficult backstory yep so like we all knew like or even like whenever i hear a story about a murder and then you, you talk about the murder and it's like they had this horrible childhood and like all this terrible empathy. stuff happened to them and you're like, shit, like how, how were they, how else were they going to turn yeah. out? You know, yeah. there's no way they weren't going to turn into a serial killer. Like yeah. when their mom like hid them in the closet every day and stabbed them with the, you know, knitting Jesus. needle. Oh, there yeah. we go. There's our story. I just made go. that up. Mom so, puts you, oops, mom puts you in the, yeah, it's a side note mom for us for later. You in, you in closet. And stabs you with a knitting needle. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what it was. I was trying to be creative about my like, you know, stabs you with a knife is like kind of severe. Like that's like, oh, you're dead. And so, like burns you with a cigar is like too overdone. Yeah, that's overdone. <laughs> knitting needle. I haven't seen that one yet. Nobody steal that. Why am I so worried about people stealing our shit all the oh, time? We shouldn't be worried because nobody it takes cares. too long to come out with it. So anyways. Okay. So really difficult backstory get empathy for the guy yeah all right um what else makes him lovable well if he only kills bad people again that's dexter i'm totally stealing from dexter it's like the easiest serial killer to get into um that's stupid okay never mind i'm gonna cut that out um (laughs) i'm just kidding The way that you say that, there'd be like five minutes of an episode. I know. <laughs> You're always like, I'm going to cut that out. I'm just going to add I'm like dumb. a lot of free I sound like I'm drunk. downloadable music. <laughs> I do. You I'm don't, not drunk. You don't sound like you're drunk. Or maybe I just, I'm used to the way you sound. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I never noticed you sounded you're like you were drunk. You're used to my natural slur. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's. Um, it's anyway, kind of sweet. We're going off topic. Okay, oh, okay sorry. Listen List thing. my natural stores. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other things that make our serial killer lovable, um, like a like a dog. Oh, they have they a have pet. a cute pet. Cute pet. Probably a dog. So we don't like cats. Sorry, cat people. Sorry, we're really, really super allergic. I mean, it it's because be we're allergic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could it's, be a different story, but they make us both like so sick. Yeah, I mean, we're the sure. kind of people whose faces swell shut. Yeah, like not Eyes. not even being in a room with a cat, being in a house that has a cat. Yeah, or can't do it. Like my husband used to um, rehearse at a place that had a cat. He'd come home. And I would hug him, and my eye would swell up because his clothes had, There'd like, be like cat a cat hair dander like, on him. him. Yeah. yeah, cats are just not. They can't don't. Do, can't they do don't cats. like us. Sorry, guys. So it's gonna have to be a dog because we're allergic to cats. 
because yeah, obviously we can't write about cats because we don't know what they're like. We don't really know them like we know oh, dogs. Yeah. Or like a hamster. I don't know. You could just have a hamster. Or dog. Fish. I just, I I've had put... fish. I could write about fish. They're not very cuddly. They die a lot. Maybe the guy would be attracted to that. Or girl. You know, I will be honest. I've always been fascinated by serial killers. <laughs> Do you want them to be more lovable? I don't know. It's just you know Chris's wife has also. It's just it's it's fascinating, like the Zodiac Killer or, um, uh, my gosh, I'm I'm blanking on examples right now, but they they are just Dahmer, Gacy. They're they're fascinating, and it's like their their mentality and their That's, planning and how they go well, through like this, this pattern. It's very interesting. There's a charismatic thing there that just draws people to them. It's a Charles Manson effect. Yeah. Well, they are fascinating because that's the number one category of podcasting <laughs> is true crime. I mean, if you start a true crime podcast, you're going to jump to the top of the charts because that's what most people are listening to all these true crime. That is fair. The number one podcast is like Serial and... And I marry or my favorite murderer. Making a murderer was very popular on that's Netflix. That's a popular Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's just fascinating Absolutely. how the psyche of these people. But why? Why is it so fascinating to people? Because we want to know what makes them tick. Yeah, we want to know why. How can you kill we, a person? Because at the same time, why? everybody goes, "I could never do that." But why would why somebody do would like they that? do that? Could I do that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I could. Oh I no, might. I don't. I don't watch it for that reason. I don't think I could do it. I wouldn't want right. to do it. I but just want I to understand. Think, yeah. I'm just I'm running fascinated. through like every single reason why somebody might think. Yeah. Want to yeah. go down a dark alley together? Which is good. You're with covered a lot in of... glitter. By... <laughs> <laughs> no. Chris took me it to a strip club it beforehand. Just keeps going all over your face. I told you to not use glitter on the Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of those uh, podcasts do dissect why. So that's kind of why they're so popular because you get an inside scoop as to why. We'll have to listen to them. All right. The next one is called Fan Counters. Never Nick- had one. <laughs> Are you sure? No. Uh, uh, well, let's listen to the description. You, you, you probably you have had them. <laughs> Nick and Elizabeth are joined by a celebrity guest to talk about their encounters with fans. Almost everyone has a story about the time they ran into a celebrity. But what is that encounter like for the star? On Fan Counters, you'll hear exclusive celebrity stories about working in Hollywood and what it takes to succeed. Released on Friday mornings every week, Fan Counters is a perfect way to start your weekend. So this clip that we're about to hear here is from episode 67 with Terry Fatter. Fader. Fader. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you done? Yes. <laughs> Terry Fader, the puppet guy from America's Got Talent. And Terry tells a story about a fan encounter he had when he was a newbie celebrity. After I pulled this clip, they released an episode with one of the guys from the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. But I had already done so much work to get these clips that I'm like, I am going to keep this clip, but I want to hear that show too. That would be cool. Yes. But here's uh, Terry Fatter. Fader. Oh, Fader. (laughs) You are now listening to Fan Counters. Very cool. Now, on Fan Counters, we always like to hear about our guests' experience with their fans. So as you think back uh, of the various encounters that you've had with fans that you've met... 
Do any crazy, weird, outrageous stories come to mind? My fans are so incredibly uh, uh, kind and and uh, considerate of, of my time and everything. I think what happens a lot of times is most of the time people don't think it's really me. They think that I look like that guy that won America's Got Talent, or I look <laughs> like Terry Fader. You know, they, so because I hear that quite often, somebody will come up and they go, "Are you Terry Fader?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they say, "Yeah." My mom was sitting there saying, "That's not him. That's not." Him. You know, so I think a lot of times. But my favorite fan story is that I had just won America's Got Talent, and I had uh, flown in to to go to the Jerry Lewis uh, MDA Telethon, which I had been dreaming of doing since I was a kid. Watched it every year uh, religiously, never missed it. And so I had flown in to uh, Las Vegas to, to do this, and I was at the airport about to fly out, and this woman just started to scream and went crazy, and she was so excited. And she came running up to me, and she goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And I said, I... I said, uh, oh, I, I, I was here to do the MDA telethon. She goes, I specifically came to Las Vegas to go to the MDA telethon, hoping, hoping that I would run into a celebrity, and I finally did. And I said, oh, my gosh, who did you run into? <laughs> <laughs> and she was, she was talking about me, and she kind of got this confused look on her face, and she said, you. And I said, oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, I, I forgot. I guess I am a celebrity now. It's just it's hilarious because I am so unaware of the fact that I'm a celebrity and, uh, you know, people will, every time I get recognized out in public, it just, it always shocks me. And, and I always, it's always kind of a jarring thing where I'm like, oh, that's right. People do know who I am, but it's just, it's weird. I thought I would, you know, always be aware of it, but I'm certainly not. I'm, I get in my own little world and I'm out shopping with my wife or something. And then somebody will, uh, will stop and say hello and want a picture. And I'm like, oh yeah. So that's kind of funny. Picked a, a clip with a, a nice celebrity story i'm sure there's other i haven't listened to every episode but i'm sure there's other celebrities that aren't very happy with their fans yeah i can see that because some fans can be kind of crazy yeah so that'd be interesting to dive i'll tell you this much so i met um kind of this is what do you want to call it i met pierre from simple plan now I, I listened to Simple Plan the whole time that I was Pierre. in. Yes, he is the lead singer of Simple Plan. Okay. So he Pierre. Pierre. No, I never heard of the band. Okay, so, shut up. They're a Canadian band, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so they were performing, and I waited after the show. And as the band members like one by one came out, like I. I'm not one to ask is, her. Before you finish, is Pierre going to be able to go on fan counters and have a really wild story about you? No. Okay. I no, hope no. so. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so, Pierre. So, all the, plan. the band members were coming out one by one. I'm not one to ask for an autograph, and I'm not one to ask for a picture. I literally just want to meet the person and be like, shake their hand and say, hey, I really appreciate everything you do. I'm a very big fan of your music, mm-hmm. and it's meant a lot to me over the years. Not and to interrupt, but I feel like that's what every fan encounter should be. Not a, I need this or I need that. Let's, like, take, a let's, let's take a selfie. a selfie. It's just a, here, thank you. And if it's like a, hey, could I get a picture? Like, it comes up, that's cool. That And that's why, that's why when I do meet people that I am a fan of, mm-hmm. as much as I would love to take a picture with them, I try... I like I'd love to have that memory, but at the same time, my memory is more important than having the visual memory for everybody else to see. Do you tell me you have a shrine of them in your closet? No, she that's does. not what I'm saying. Okay, Pierre. So all the band members came out, and I said that to them, and then Pierre comes out, and he just gets swarmed. Does he wear a beret? Huh? 
Was he wearing a beret? <laughs> no, he wasn't wearing a okay. beret. Keep going. But he gets swarmed by people who are just shoving stuff in his face to sign and everything. Right. And I'm literally just standing off to the side. I'm not in a big part of the swarm of people and everything. And he finally gets away from them and starts walking. And I start, like, walking near him. And I'm like, hey, like, I just wanted to say, like, I'm... I was very happy that I got to see you. The last time I saw you was right after a very traumatic event in this town um, when Pulse happened because they were performing around here uh, right after the Pulse event. And I said, you know, that was the first time that I went out after Pulse happened. And he said, were you there? And I said, no, I wasn't there. However, it was a very, very difficult thing for me to go to a very big public event with a lot of people. Scary. And it was scary and I was Mm -hmm. very upset about being with that many people that I didn't know in a big public space. But I went because I wanted to see you and it was very important for me to see you and it's nice that I got to see you again. And he just turned to me and he gave me a hug and he said it was really nice to meet you. So that's... That's the kind of fan encounter that I like to have if I meet a celebrity to actually. Did make he give it, you his beret? He just did like, not give like me a his football beret. player giving a jersey. No, but he. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. He gave me a hug after I told him the first part of the story, and then he gave me a second hug after he realized like it just meant so much for me to just meet him. How I had been a fan for such a long time, and I think again. When you reach out to somebody and you're not just begging them for a signature or begging them for a picture, it means more to them because that's what they get so much of the time that it's actually like, this is nice. I have a fan who is actually just genuinely happy to meet me for meeting me and not for having something from me more than my music. Well, I got a surprise for you. What? I also met the band. Okay. And I also talked to Pierre. Did you? And when I did. Did he give you his beret? No, he did not (laughs) give me his beret, but he had a piece of paper and a pencil and he wrote a square on it and he drew a door on it and he wrote an X on the outside of the door Uh and some lines leading out from inside the square to outside of the door and he handed it to me and he said here here's a simple plan for getting out of the house (laughs) and i said cool that works for me how lucky are you yeah so i can show you i'll show you that piece of paper later please do i'm excited yes after i draw it (laughs) (laughs) next podcast (laughs) is called more gooder than And this is a weekly podcast in which the hosts rate and dissect pop culture uh, one argument at a time. The hosts are Chris, Donnie, and Corey, and they each take a stance on a movie, actor, character, episode, or whatever else else they feel like defending and try to determine whose side is the most goodest, hence the title. Most goodest. There, I kind of like their style of dissecting. They like sometimes they'll take like three movies and they each take a stance on the movies and they, they just have a good time. This is a good time podcast. Um, this clip is from episode 60 called Young, Dumb, and Full of Coming of Age. And this clip sets up what more gooder than's concept is uh, while they're discussing the movie Stand By Me, Now and Then, and The Sandlot Channel. <gasps> That's such a good movie. That's so, that's going to be in our baseball marathon. Yes, it is. Good, because I've never seen it. You're hurting me. <laughs> My wife gives me a hard time that I've never seen Stand... Or, uh, I've seen Stand By Me, but The Sandlot as well, so... I've never seen any of these. And your wife doesn't watch movies either. 
Um, she watches the same like six movies over and over again. That's why I'm saying like she Muppet Treasure watch Island. Muppet Treasure Island being one of them. As Nicole, Dark Crystal. Nicole and my wife quoted Muppet Treasure Island. The worst thing is watching a movie with two people quoting the lines the entire time and quoting the lines that are coming up before the lines and singing the songs. Never watch Jaws with me. Are you going to sing the songs from Jaws before they come up? Yes. Do, 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 no. Do. No. I'm going to do all the other songs that uh, are in the movie. We need a bigger boat. The farewell and the do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. One of the scenes, the guy was drunk filming it. So am I while recording this. Yes, so it was great. <laughs> but that's nothing new for you. Nope. <laughs> and they kept it in the film, though. Just like we're going to keep it in the podcast. Always. We don't edit. Nope. What's editing? All right, here's more Gooder Than. You are now listening to the More Gooder Than podcast. Whichever our young, dumb, and full of coming-of-age movies is your favorite, we can all agree, whoever casts the older versions of these kids in these flicks, they're dreaming. <laughs> Corey, drop that beat. Welcome to More Gooder Than. What's up, Home Tree? <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, Home Trees, and welcome to More Gooder Than, where you rate and pop culture one episode at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Brayton. I'm joined by my co-host, Corey Sasso. What's up? And Donnie, the dream sequence car. Get it. <laughs> Skin that smoke. I'm sorry. I'm going to go Skin into Skin it. <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for those of you... I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. For those of you joining us for the first time, that's an old joke that's it's not going to go away. No, but they skin it in Stand By Me. They, oh, they do skin it. Yeah, they, that's yeah. their like high five, skin it. <laughs> Chris, so you wet end. Oh my gosh, your mother. Your mother. <laughs> for those of you joining us for the first time here at MGT, Corey, Darnie, and I each take sides on a predetermined movie trio and try and sway the world to agree with our opinions on which one is most goodest. Today we have more voiceovers by grown-ups, people remembering America's past a little too fondly and vomiting than you can shake a flashback at. It's that time of year, Home Trees, where we reflect on our own pasts to our childhoods when things were simpler and we didn't have any of their those big city Netflixes and your Twitter phones and the book faces. And there were... There, right? I mean, come on, guys. And there are a few movies... Pepperidge Farm remembers... <laughs> You're on fire today. And there are a few movies that encapsulate those feelings more than Sandlot, Stand By Me, and Now and Then from 1995, not 2018. Uh, The summer romp, secret hideout, having puberty inducing flicks that we all know and love. So who's backing which film? Find out in this corner. So, Corey, you, you actually came up with this one. Yeah. I, I, like I said before, I knew Donnie was a huge fan of Stand By Me. I knew we had to put it in an episode Which just kind of felt like watching it, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. I, I hadn't seen it. I wanted to see it. I knew Donnie loved it. So I was like, okay, that's Donnie's pick. And then I thought about uh, Sandlot, which is another coming-of-age movie. And I thought, yeah. that's right up Chris's alley. And, Love that movie. And I, I like Now and Then. So I was like, this is like a match made in heaven. It's really Let's good. Let's do it. Solid yeah. Yeah. It's, It was a, a very... 
I just had a big smile on my face all, through yeah. all these movies. Just like, oh, I remember this. My computer <laughs> now has like digital syphilis thanks to the janky website <laughs> you guys sent me to for now and then. It's but impossible to find. Still, it was hard. It yeah. has feline AIDS now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone caught some bits. Uh, so sit back, relax. Indulge in a oh well so yeah I, I basically said yeah, I, was, yeah. I picked for you yeah you yeah. did pick for us yeah so uh, so sit back relax indulge in a seance and some underage tobacco use and let us show you the goods. It's good. Uh, your mother had a quickie with Big D. <laughs> Stand by me. The apex of the coming-of-age genre, this classic hits all the standard tropes, camaraderie, mortality, the breaking away from parental molds, and of course, tons of homoeroticism. <laughs> Why didn't they kiss? It would have been a much better movie if they would have kissed. Here's the thing, guys. The hoods, the, the hoodlums, they did find the body first. They deserved to have it. I'm just saying. Yeah, but they, but they were embarrassed about why they were out there because they lifted a car, right? Boosted a car. I'm sorry. Lifted is also a... a yeah. He's okay. Yeah. 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 I'm all right. You lift it, you boost I mean, it, whatever. Boosted is more proper <laughs> if we're doing slang. Boosted you, is what they said. Okay. I'm sorry. That, that's the 50s term. Dude, I was using the 60s slang. Ace Merrill is a fucking... Lunatic. Scary sociopath. Oh, yeah. Oh, I... Literally that, that race, that drag race, and he just was not going to move. I won. Dead-eyed. <laughs> Yeah, and he's not even like happy about it. Guess I won. Yeah, he said to prove to them that he's the baddest of all. Of them. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what assholes knocking the mailboxes down! I hate oh, all them teenagers. Yeah, it's just like a dick thing to do. Like those people all will be dead soon. It's just from drug overdoses at some point, yeah. like for sure. Or the Vietnam's will probably kill most of them coming up pretty soon, right? Yeah, yeah. We can only hope, right? I'm sure they probably dodged the draft. The yeah. type. Yeah. Bone Spurs. Well, if we'd sent Ace, we might have won. Actually, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yippee Uh This movie, I uh, was the entire time I was watching. Because I have, I've seen it multiple times, but I haven't watched it probably in five or. It's been a while for me too. It's been probably maybe not ten years, but it's been a while. I haven't seen it in thirty-seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I now, so Corey, the, you watched it. How incredible was the acting from those kids? Uh, I'm always impressed with child actors. I actually think all the actors in all three of these movies are great. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like it'd be something hard to find, you know, good actors. But yeah, they're yeah. all really good. They're really good. River Especially, Phoenix. See, I don't really ever remember River Phoenix being like a feature of my childhood. I don't Kinda think died I watched before. Yeah, you came up. Is, he, he died really young, and but I had always heard the name like River Phoenix. I knew Corey Feldman and River Phoenix were good friends. Is, that's right, they were good friends. Or is it Johnny Depp and yes, Johnny Depp? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. That's what it was. Yeah. It's easy to get Johnny Depp and Corey Feldman mixed up. <laughs> they've had such, they've had basically the same career. Trip, yeah, Corey right? Feldman. Oh, Corey Feldman was good friends with Corey Haim. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, the Corey Haim just the Corys. I, I knew that they were like these little friendships. If in only there was some way like mnemonic device for you yeah, to remember for that. Me Corey, to remember the name Corey. Right, <laughs> um, it, I, it's me, Corey. I knew as I said it. it was, I was like, no, that's not right. It was somebody else. But anyways, the point is that I knew that River Phoenix was like this big name, but I didn't, yeah. I'd never seen uh, the, what was the movie we watched before with the kids in the bubble that flew into space? Explorers. Explorers, yeah. Yeah. My, I'd never seen anything with him in it. The working title was the kids in the bubble yeah. that flew into but, space. But he's, he's a really solid actor. I think in both yeah. the films that I've seen with him, like, I was like, dang, he's impressive as a kid. He, his crying. That's when I usually notice when somebody's especially someone who's young, like yeah. it's in those crying scenes. Like how can you, um, how can you still 
get across your lines while you're emoting to such a huge degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was impressive. And uh, my parents were really, when, when River Phoenix died, it was that hit my parents really hard because he was similar ages. He was younger than them, but like they watched him his entire career. It was similar for like us when like, especially me, because because Donnie's like ancient now. Yeah, but I'm about the same age as your parents. Yeah, <laughs> but is uh, when Heath Ledger died. Just like oh, he's young. He's been in so many movies that we've watched. So anyway, that was that. He was one of the dudes from New Kids on the Block, right? Heath Ledger. Yeah. All right, so JL's in love with this podcast. <laughs> I am. And um, the first episode I ever listened to them, they did John Car- uh, John Carpenter films. They <gasps> did They Live, Ooh. which I thought I was the only person. I came here to kick liked. ass and chew bubble gum. I thought I was the only person that liked that film. Bubble gum. And uh, one of the guys likes that film a lot. It's a great film. And they did The Thing and Halloween, of course. Halloween's going to win. Uh, I think Halloween won overall. After that, it should go to They Live, then The Thing. And this is no dig against More Gooder Than or In Session, because they're both very different styles of of talking about movies. And I said I, I could not join the In Session guys. I'm just not smart enough. And not that... I just I feel like I could fit in with the More Gooder Than guys, because I could go... Oh yeah, boobies, and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, here's here's boobies." <laughs> Whereas the in session guys are just they lots of deep discussion. It's such detail for them. It is. It's great. I love it. More gooder than they they put the detail in, but they make compelling arguments for each film. Yeah, I like how they divide it up and they each take a film and and defend it. And it's, and I like it's a good that. one. Even if like you know we were doing it and you took like. I would take Sandlot on this, and I feel like you would be stand by me, and Nicole would be now and then. Please tell me you've seen now and then. Nope. You suck. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> well, she'd have to watch now and then. Right. You need to see it. I would definitely want stand by me. That's why I said you would be stand by me. You pegged me well. The most unrealistic thing in now and then is Christina Ricci turning into Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> uh, you went there. I mm. did. Why? Because Rosie O'Donnell is just obnoxious, and Christina Ricci is not. Yes. And Christina Ricci's hot. Yes, and reserved. <laughs> yeah. She's a quiet, reserved... Every character she does is quiet and reserved. Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell is boisterous and obnoxious. Well, here's a testament to you, JL. You could actually go an in-session film podcast <laughs> and hang out and do very well. And you could go on more Gooder Than podcast and hang out. And do well. I watch too much TV. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for that. All right. So let's go to the next one. The next one is what we had before we started recording. And that was a bad reception. So here's the podcast, Bad Reception. It's a weekly podcast about canceled, obscure, and otherwise unloved TV shows. (gasps) I'm loving this already. (laughs) Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it. Or the network pulled the plug way too soon. Hosts Mike and Morgan are here to make the best of bad TV, because there's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Every week, they choose a show they have never seen or know little to know nothing about, and take their best and usually wildly absurd guesses on what we might be getting themselves into. They then watch an episode and talk all about the painful experience. <laughs> their misery is our entertainment. 
But no matter how awful a show is, they always find something nice to say. The clip we're about to listen to is from episode 40. Whoops! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, what's the name of the show? Whoops! Guest Josh Hollis joins them in a conversation on a TV show about life after an atomic blast which TV Guide named one of the 50 worst TV shows ever made. What wow. is a TV show? Because I want to know. Well, it's I one would've... of the worst ever made, apparently. Yeah, but I would have watched that. The concept um, sounds cool. It sounds like something Fox would have picked up, so I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find it on YouTube. Fair. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get some information on All this right. show. Hopefully there's good reception. Whoops! <laughs> you just want to say that over and over again? Whoops! You could have, they should have hired you to be the announcer for the show. And here's our show! Whoops! <laughs> you are now listening to Bad Reception. And Morgan, uh, do we have anybody with us today? We do. We have, we have, we have Josh Hollis. Not oh, that shit. Josh. Oh, a different Josh. A different Josh. We have Josh from Predictacast, <laughs> who just wandered into our apartment aimlessly. We were like, whoa, buddy, Agupado. But, you know, we just decided He to... refuses to listen. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how most of my guest appearances on podcasts have gone. Mm-hmm. I've just wandered into the place <laughs> where I think people are recording. And it sometimes works out, and sometimes I have restraining orders put out. So, you know. Well, we'll see how it goes. If you're a good guest, <laughs> then we'll, you know, we'll keep you on. Yeah, and you'll release this episode. <laughs> well, we don't really have a choice because we record right before it needs to go up. Mm-hmm. So whatever we record today will be going on the internet. <laughs> so so just don't, don't ruin it for us. Okay, and just do don't fuck it up, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Could you not fuck it up? There's a lot of pressure now yeah. on me. I've got a knife to his throat, so <laughs> I think we've got this handled. Hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. Uh, what are do we doing wanna, this week? Um, I think I'm going to tell the new listeners... If they've never listened to the show before, what this is. What what is this show about? What we're going to do is we're going to watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first, we are going to give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. So this week, we're going to be watching a show called Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. Whoops. We're going to watch a TV show. Wait, wait. Does that title have uh, an exclamation point? You know it does. Good. Is it whoops with a Z? Unfortunately, that's gonna no. a lot. Okay, all right. It's you. also whoops, W-O-O-P-S, which yeah. I hmm. I assumed it would be W-H-O-O-P-S. Oh. Is that not how you spell whoops? No, it's I an H, right? I think it does have an H, yeah. Uh, well, off to a bad... The spell check <laughs> was, was not used in the script writing for this, so... Well, now that might mean... It, it's a totally different word. Uh, Maybe it's an acronym. I was going to say, it might be an acronym. Like, is uh, it like what? BAPS? <laughs> it's a lot like... It's a lot Are like we BAPS. watching BAPS? Uh, it's a prequel to BAPS. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's starring probably white men, though, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from 1992. It aired for 10 episodes mm. uh, on the Fox network. Okay. Early 90s Fox. Already, oh, yes. I already mean. not a great start. No, it's wonderful. Oh, How many oohs from the audience are we going to get? <laughs> oh. Well, this, like, 92 was, like, really early in Fox's run, right? Yeah, this would have been, like, the beginning. I... Before they were actually a network you could get with your cable package. <laughs> I'm not sure. When was um, when was Second Chance? I feel like that was on the very beginning. 
And that was yeah. early 90s. It had to be. Well, and uh, Married with Children was Fox, right? Yeah. That's right. That was maybe like 89. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. Fox so started late yeah. 80s. Yeah. So this would have still been brought like on air broadcast, not not a specialty channel. Yeah. <laughs> but um, cool. So what do you guys. I So I unfortunately do know a little bit about this show just from pop culture. Um, it is. It was on the TV Guide's worst TV shows of all time. It was the 42nd worst TV show of all time. Out of how many? Uh, it, it was their top 50. <laughs> oh, okay. 42. So, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, I guess it's kind of low on that list. Like, you could have, we could have watched 41 worst shows. <laughs> oh, no. But um, this is this is supposedly, 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 supposedly very bad. So, I know what it is a little bit. What do you guys think it's going to be? We'll start, let's start with Josh. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. Okay, so uh, we know that there's an exclamation point <laughs> in the title. Um is there is there any other uh, thing there? Is there a question mark? <laughs> oh like, no! Is there, is there some? Whoops. Is there is there an intero bang at the end of this thing? Like, How many wingdings are in the title? But but you know what I'm saying? Like it changes the the meaning of that right. <laughs> of that word depending on how it's punctuated. Um, all right, so I feel like that's got to be a catchphrase of our main character. <laughs> okay. Like something's going to go wrong, and he's going to turn to the camera and go, "Whoops!" Yep, a little um, real Urkel situation. Yeah, <laughs> or it's either that, or it's the name of our care, our main character. Oh. Like our main oh. character is named like. Jim whoops whoopsie and, <laughs> and he deals with all manner of crazy predicaments I don't okay. know that's that's my initial I, thought I like this I like it well, just quickly do we think this is a case of like some executive is like you know it's big we need shows with merch tied in what looks good on a TV sh- or on a t-shirt whoops build a show around that I mean maybe it, it doesn't seem like a very good uh, t-shirt to me, but it, in the 90s, who knows? I'm going to say... Yeah, what is this show, Morgan? Every episode is a standalone episode. Oh, it's an anthology? Yeah, it's an I, anthology I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now you're wrong, but okay, no, keep going. No, no, it's an anthology series, and it's very serious. Okay. And at the end of every episode is a whoops moment. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so it's serious, but then at the end, like, they slip on some, like, a banana peel, and they're like... Bum, 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 bum. Mm, that, or, like, uh, maybe... What's, like, that that reality show, like, that fear-based reality show? Fear Factor? Like, no, it's, like... It's your mom in the back of an ambulance, but she's in on the prank. Oh my gosh, Josh Hollis just walked into our podcast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just like he said, it was on Fox! <laughs> you are right. You, JL did not listen to that clip ahead of time. Every failed pilot is always from Fox. <laughs> Fox came into their own. There was the X Files. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Here's the problem. Married with, Fox, with children is that Hell's Fox kitchen? gets a good, good pilot or a good show right in their hands. Yeah, and they blow it every time. They have Family Guy. They canceled Family Guy though, and they brought it back when they realized that they needed it. Yeah, years later, <laughs> didn't they only bring it back because it did so well in syndication? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Something if like that. If it's a science fiction pilot and Fox gets it, you'll get a full season out of it, but you're not getting a second season. They're cheap, mm-hmm. like AMC. Mm-hmm. 
Well, anyway, the next podcast we're going to listen to is Super Movie Brothers, or Bros. Super Movie Bros. 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 Bros, Bros. Bros is short for Bro. Brothers. Bro. It's a weekly show that focuses... It's like Super Mario Brothers, but Super... What? That's what the play on words Bro. is? I had no idea. So it's a weekly show that focuses on current topics in geek film news. Hosts Dave and Jay will go through their week and discuss a wide range of topics, including reviews, spotlights on... Uh, reviews and spotlights on classic films top five lists movie trailer reactions and indie film reviews all this with craft beer reviews and a ton of laughs (laughs) mostly at jay's expense this sounds a lot like our podcast no we don't do movie reviews no it doesn't say we don't do reviews it's but it's lots of craft beer and laughing at nicole's expense and and we've never done a top five list anyway so this clip that we're about to listen to is from episode 127 aquaman and Bumblebee make an Great instant movies. family. Instant family was a good movie. I saw that one with my A-list pass, oh, actually. I didn't see that. It didn't have Jason Momoa in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a pretty decent movie, though. I enjoyed it. Um, and in this clip, was Jane... Mark Wahlberg in it? Mark Wahlberg was in That's it. That's probably why I didn't see it. And no, uh, like what was Wahlberg. the other girl? Rosa Byrne, who uh, is... Oh, I like her. I like Rose Byrne. I yes. like Mark Wahlberg action. I don't like Mark Wahlberg comedy. Oh, see, I thought Mark Wahlberg was great role ever was in Rockstar. <laughs> I don't know that one. <gasps> well, anyway, in this clip, Jay and Dave compare holiday parties they attend. What's Rockstar? It was a movie based off of Judas Priest, but with Mark Wahlberg in there. Why don't I know this? It came out in 2000. You should look it up. A movie about Judas Priest? No, but it was inspired by Judas Priest because Judas Priest got rid of Rob Halford, yeah. and then they ended up hiring a singer who was in a Judas Priest tribute act to be their new lead singer. Like Journey? Yes. So it was Journey before Journey. Okay. I would watch that. It's good. It's a good movie. And Mark Wahlberg is the singer? Yeah. He's the one from the tribute act who goes into the band. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to watch this. So he's the Tim Ripper Owens of the movie. Now, before I knew that you were absolutely in love with Aquaman, when I pulled this clip, I pulled this clip uh, not doing like a movie review-ish. They're telling the story. So, but if I had known how much in love you were with Aquaman, I would have pulled the review on Aquaman. So I, I apologize ahead of time. It's okay. You'll have to go listen to the show. It's okay. You are now listening to Super Movie Brothers. Jay? It's been one week since you looked at me. What were we up to this week, man? Well, you know, I'm not sure about you, but I had a holiday party from work, and it was fine. Fine? You know what fine stands for, don't you? Yeah, unfortunately. Freaked out. Insecure. Erotic. And emotional. You know, we went to a casual bar, Bailey's in Levittown. Good old sports bar. Nothing crazy about it. Ugh. Just, it was no more smoking. You know, smoke-free now. They have good food. I better hate, beer menu. I hate Bailey's. That is a high school reunion when Darts, I go in there. I know. So many people I, I went to high school with go to that bar. Cool. And I avoid no, people stuff. from high school like the plague. <laughs> I, I, I don't talk to, like, Kenny is the only person. Yeah. Like, my, my friend Kenny, former co-host of uh, Movie Cocktail. We're at that age where it's just awkward run-ins. Now. Yeah, it is. Oh, what have you been up to for the past 25 years? Go, what? Go the fuck away. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I don't want to know you. And, and, you, and, you, and you have to do it, though. That's the I problem. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to do it, Jay. <laughs> you have to feign interest for 30 seconds and say, it was really good seeing you, but I got to get going. You just got here. I got to go. <laughs> 
I, I gotta go take a shit. I was <laughs> just run off into the bathroom, hide. He's a spy. Blow him up. I'm gonna go take a shit. <laughs> like Call an Uber right away. <laughs> oh, my Uber's here. I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is the best way to end a conversation quickly, right? Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, it's just like you just. Like, be, yo, just, man, I've, I've been I've been pinching my ass cheeks together for the last 30 seconds. I gotta go. Just want to live in a world where it's like brutally honest, where I can just be like, <laughs> I haven't talked to you for 15 years, and there's a reason for that. I'm going to go. See ya. It was, you know, glad you're still alive. I, I wish no ill will on you. I just don't want to know anything about you or care <laughs> about your existence. That's what social media is for. I don't have, I don't have it. I don't have I know, Facebook. I know. I know. I, if, if that's not a telltale sign that I don't want to keep up with people from high school, it's true. The fact that I don't have a Facebook is pretty much it. <laughs> that's why I don't have one. Cause I don't give a fuck with these people who are not in part of my life anymore or up to. I went to a holiday party myself though. I, uh, it was, it was, it was nice, but it was a little awkward at first. Cause you know me, I'm, I'm not like, uh, oh, it takes a little moment for you. Yeah, I'm not like a jump in the party and get ready guy. And it, it, there was kids there too, and Logan was with us and stuff. But it, it was helps. like it's a little buffer. It was like one of those. It was one of those parties where it's like uh, kind of like Friendsgiving, where you have friends and your family over. So I didn't really know our our hosts' family that well. Their friends are there, but it's not necessarily That's friends that tough, I though. know that yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I, I can have a, a few like, hey, how's it going? And I know our hosts well, but I can't really talk to them because they got so many people to go around and talk to and stuff mm-hmm. so I just kind of sat there watching super monsters on Netflix with my daughter and the other kids I just got regulated to the kid corner for a while uh, <laughs> and then my buddy Funky showed up and uh, uh, Ryan uh, you know and so I got the ha- we, we started hanging out with them and everything started loosening up once yeah, a couple beers were, fell back into place a couple beers were drank and stuff like that sure. but the cool part was I took Logan up to the roof and um, it's you know it's it's a city house so when you go up to the roof you're looking over like other rooftops and stuff you got that great city uh scape in the background and you can see the train going on the l and logan was like enamored she's like i love this when i grow up i'm gonna have have a house just like this she's (laughs) like i want to never leave and then (laughs) and then my buddy funky gave her his his uh his empty coffee cup and he's like yeah chuck that over the side it's fine god do it i was like don't teach her that and logan takes the coffee cup which is like half full and chucks it over the railing and watches it go all the way down and smack the ground she's like what else can we throw (laughs) (laughs) don't do that don't don't teach kids that shit man uh but that was a blast like doing that and then uh man i identify with what they were talking about you did scream yes when he said Yes. I don't do Facebook. No, because, because she doesn't want to talk to people from high school. This is the thing. Yeah, that was I, it. I deleted a lot of people that like I knew back in high school because when you're in high school, you just add everybody because everybody's supposed to be in your network, and then like you get out of high school and you're like, why are these people in my net? Why am I, I allowing them Facebook to when see? you were in high school? They did. Relax. I thought it was MySpace. No. No, that was it, me. <laughs> MySpace, MySpace was when I was in junior high school. Facebook was when I was in high school. I didn't like, add everybody from my high school. There's people that I didn't talk to in high school, and I didn't add them on Facebook. I only added people who I associated with. But then I That's like right. after I got out of yeah. high school, I deleted them all because it's like you you add them because you're supposed to add them, and then once no. you're out of high school, it's like I don't need these people to see everything that's happening in my life. I don't care if they see what's happening in my lives so I'm just gonna get rid of them and then as they slowly start to like reach back out to me no as like because through the years you know I've been out of high school a long time they've tried to about 10 years 
They've tried to add me. It has almost been 10 years. That's crazy, isn't it? That is. I'm so glad you finally admit it. They have tried to add me back and I kind of look at them and I'm like, do I care if this person, like, do I want this person to be in my life? No. Or do I not? No, so not really. I, I, I screen my friend requests. They're not really in your life if they're your Facebook friend. That's right, because I don't post a lot on Facebook. I'm not very active on Facebook. You do know Facebook. sometimes you have people as Facebook friends to make you feel better about yourself, right? I mean, that's what Facebook is, but I don't... Yeah, because there are some that you just go, well, hey, you're a train wreck and I'm a shithead, and it's making me feel better because you're a train wreck. No, but actually, there was a a time where I had a friend that I did not like. The 50 Filipinos that I have as my Facebook friends who are all fake accounts. No, no, I'm not talking about the bots that you're friends with. No, the people you hate stock. Basically, where it's like, anybody. oh, no, no. I just want, I just want to watch them be a mess, and I just want to like watch. You just them. want to watch some people crash and burn. Yeah, but you know what? I have deleted those people because that's not healthy for me. So because you're crashing and burning. No, because well, it's it's just not good to put that energy out there. The dicks to me in high school are not my Facebook friend. They have not requested me, and I have not requested them. Okay. Well, so. I mean, that's just life. That's It can mirror life. There's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, you're still in the same clique you were when you were in high school or oh, whatever. Gosh, I don't want to think about that. As a matter of fact, there's one guy who was a super big asshole to me in high school, but now he's friends with a guy who I was friends with in high school on Facebook, and I see them do like hiking and camping, and he might have changed. He might be a good guy now, uh-huh. but I still don't want to friend request him and he nope. hasn't friend requested me so there's no there's no and point there's nothing wrong out. with that yep. nothing wrong with that at all nope just just he's, let's go back to the days when there was no social media is what i want yeah he's probably still a dick and anyway social circles were still the same <laughs> whether they were social media or not yep. yeah so um why don't you take this last one jl and i'll uh, i'll talk about the ones that didn't make the cut ah uh, the last one it's the podcast weird with you It's a comedy podcast that trickles through your unsuspected ears like a slow and viscous river of maple syrup. Oh, I thought I was reading that wrong, but no, it's totally right and true. (laughs) Straight out of the frigid Canadian wilderness of Toronto, join Justine and Santiago as they tickle your funny bone and gently caress your humorous with a slew of off-the-wall topics, silly tangents, and ridiculous segments. There's nobody named Santiago in Canada. Uh, there is now. Just the one guy. Just one. This nice clip that we're going to listen to is from episode 119. General Mills Monster Movies pitch where Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry, and all the others get their own movie franchise. I had to talk like Santiago. (laughs) You're predicting what Santiago sounds like? No, I just want Santiago to sound like that. (laughs) He's going to sound like a Canadian. Hey, Santiago, (laughs) hey? You are now listening to the Weird With You podcast. Justine, today we have two topics. We do. And I will start with the first one. Neither of them, they have nothing to do with each other. No, not connected no, at no, all. No, no, it was just... At all. We just we just threw them together. We have, well, it's like <laughs> the, the first one we're really following up on last week. Yeah, because the, it was, uh, apparently it was pretty, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Discussion. Um, big deal. Yeah, exactly. And we, we did a 
sparked a Twitter poll that related to our episode, which was, which of the General Mills monsters are you most excited for to have their own movie yes. in the in the General Mills um, cinematic universe? Wait, wait, what was the so MCU is Marvel Cinematic Universe? What yeah. was this one? GMCU. That's so good. <laughs> it's just one extra GMCU, <laughs> yeah. General Mills Cinematic Universe. Yeah, exactly. That's great. And uh, the options were Count Chocula, right? Booberry, right? And Frankenberry. Now nice. we realize that there are two more monsters that we did not mention, but you know, there's only so much time we have. There was the mummy, it was a yummy mummy. mummy, and there was Fruit Brute, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Fruit Brute, the werewolf. I, you know what the, the sad thing? What I, if he's dignified? He I might not be a brute. I didn't know about Fruit Brute. Misunderstood. I did know about Yummy Mummy. And yeah. after I saw... We like we realized pretty soon after we had recorded that we had missed a couple. Yeah. Um, we'll get in Which there. was ridiculous because we the were on characters. the General Mills website and they weren't they, on there. Yeah. So... They've been shafted. Yeah. I see I see who they favor. But we'll bring them back for the see who they GMC. <laughs> So we see the flavor. <laughs> Fortune flavors the bold. That's the tagline for the for the eventual team up film. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. So, I should who 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 won? Well, we had quite a few votes, hmm. and people were discussing it. It was you know pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, Count Chocula won. We were a little surprised. We thought it might be Frankenberry, but no, it was Count- well, our pitch for a Frankenberry movie. Mm-hmm. Was I think pure genius. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get the chance to see, you know, a mad scientist shave a gorilla and then <laughs> sew a human ass Pink gorilla. <laughs> onto his head, the top of his head. I think that people are probably more excited for the overall sort of Infinity War version of this. Yeah, definitely. I think that I think it all comes together better than it is. It's also it's, it's yeah. Count Chocula, we we said, is kind of like the Tony Stark of the GMCU. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like people like mm-hmm. that that charisma that he brings mm-hmm. to it, and so I think people see that in Chocula. Yeah, old Chalky, right? And I think people want that, and you need that, right? You need your your leading man uh, kind of figure, and and let's be honest. You know, uh, what's his name? Fruitopia. Fruitopia. <laughs> Frankenberry. Fruitopia. Is, uh, Frankenberry is, is not. The kind of forgotten a, cereal. A, he's not really a leading man. Yeah. And Booberry is definitely not a leading man. No. So. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Because, I mean, he's the one with the resources. Yeah. And he brings everybody together. Yeah. And I think, I, I think... Generally, the cereal may have been more popular than the others. Yes. I mean, yes. you can't go wrong with chocolate. No, no. And, and, and chocolate's good. And I remember seeing that one more frequently in the stores anyway. <laughs> but maybe that's just me. Well, no, that was the thing. After our conversation, we had this we had this other conversation today of like, you know what? Since we started talking about this, I now kind of want it. I know it's gross and I know it's going to be too sweet and whatever. Mm-hmm. I kind of want Count Chocula. <laughs> and so... That's when you informed me that it's not available in stores anymore. No. And I didn't know that. Nope. So we looked online. Mm-hmm. We looked online. Just and to- lo and behold, Amazon contains the the rare and miraculous Count Chocula cereal. Yes. In 12-pack form. 
between ranging between forty and a hundred dollars, roughly. Yeah, for, <laughs> for the low low price of forty to a hundred. <laughs> I mean, you really gotta like cereal, man, for the cereal anyway. It's absolutely ridiculous. You got Santiago wrong. I got Santiago very wrong. I feel like we've talked the same subject, but I could be wrong. We might have. This seems like a subject we would talk about. It is. And I think it needs to happen. Because I would totally watch this. And I don't remember Fruit Brute. It's the werewolf. Well, yeah, that's what they said. And that's what you said. But I don't remember the cereal. I don't remember the mummy as because well. Because out of the four, it's the least popular. They only do these cereals on Halloween now, I think. I believe you're right. <laughs> you can't get them like you used to be able to get them. No. Which and everybody all, always knows that Cow Chocula and Frankenberry are one and two. Fruit Brute is number four. As far as rankings of cereal? Oh, yeah. Booberry is number three. Well, what was what was the Fruit Brute cereal like? Not very memorable. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, there you go. Now, there's two more um, podcasts on the network, and when I was searching for clips and episodes, I couldn't find where to download these episodes. You can definitely stream them, and that just may be on me, not being able to find them. But um, it's the Filmmakers Podcast is one of them. Um, and they talk about everything film, of course, from budgets to filmmakers and directors and screenwriters and producers and actors. They get really in-depth, kind of like uh, In Sessions does. And the other one is Into the Portal, which is a podcast that dedicates itself to researching unknown, unexplained, and strange Things like ancient cities and paranormal encounters and just anything in the realm of bizarre. So check those out, even though I don't have clips for them and you might be able to download them. I just, I wasn't smart enough to do it. But spoiler alert, I have an empty beer bottle. Yeah! That is a very good sign. That is a good sign. That must be a very high rating. So let's go over this again. We have been drinking throughout this episode Dogfish Head Brewery 75-Minute IPA, which is an ale brewed with maple syrup. It is a uh, 7.5% ABV beer. It has a fantastic science type science. label. She blinded me with science. Which is very cool. It's like a scientist do, who is mixing do, a do, potion. Do. He's got a brain. He's got a brain whispering in his head. He's got like little. Um, he's uh, got a pink nose. He's got hemp in containers nearby him. He's got maple leaves nearby him. That's not hemp. Those are hops. Hops, that's what I meant. And he's pouring ketchup into hops. his brew. You know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what I'm thinking, too. Those are hops in a bottle next nearby what he's trying to brew. And maple leaves. So for so. people who are coming to us from the Podfix Network, how do we rate the beer? I guess I'm in charge of explaining yes, how we are. rate our beer now. 
So for those of us who are just listening uh, for the first time, we rate our beers on a scale of one through six. Because when you buy most beers, it is it comes in a six pack. So if you were to, for example, take out the factor of the alcohol and how much you could drink when it comes to the amount of alcohol and you're just going by taste, could you drink one to six of these beers based on the taste alone? Were you enjoying it enough where you could have six of them? Or were you enjoying it where you could have maybe four or maybe two? Like that is that is how you're expected to rate these beers on a scale of one to six out of a six pack. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's that right. Okay. I'm because glad some people are very frustrated by that rating system, but only one person. But I'm glad that the appetizer people and the beer people aren't the same people because the beer is a nice even number, and you can split it up amongst a variety of number of people, whereas the people who design appetizers, they always make it an odd one, <laughs> so then it doesn't matter how many people are at the table, there's always one appetizer left, and everyone has to awkwardly stare at the appetizer. <laughs> they all want to eat the appetizer, the last cheese stick, yes. but then you don't want to be the one, who well, I want the cheese stick, because you know the other person wants the cheese yeah. stick, and then you end up dividing the cheese stick, and it's yep. just not the same. It's so not the same. Kudos to the beer companies for putting in an even Six. number. Well, because there are three of us, so two, two per person two. now. This is fair. I'm this going first because I'm impressed with He's this beer, JL. I thought you were just trying to make my new year crappy but instead <laughs> you made it awesome and it's a six this ipa Whoa! is a six it's all downhill from here it's all downhill <laughs> from here because no other ipa is gonna get a six from no Chris. i i hate ipas this does not taste like an ipa this does not taste no. like an ipa this has no. got lots of flavor lots of body what does it taste smooth like smooth finish no when i say i truly got it because of the maple syrup that just intrigued me that they were infusing in it that was the main reason. It doesn't taste like an IPA. What does it taste like? I'm trying to think of what other beer it could taste pale like. Pale ale? No, it's better than yeah. a pale ale. This might be my go-to. Wow. This is good. This is really good. You're not going to get it anywhere around here, though. He gets it from, like, the other parts of Orlando. What other parts of Orlando? The like the bad over, part of Orlando? The, no, the what? better parts I of Orlando. I may have gotten this in like Mount Dora or something like oh, that. Yeah, no. not, or, not near here. But I've seen it in places. I'm like not going to find this at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> no, you just got to go to the mainstream liquor stores Okay. of Florida. ABC? Think ABC yeah. would have it? <laughs> they might. Okay, so anyway, this is very, very I'm glad tasty. I brought four. There's one more in the fridge for you. Oh, sweet. Uh, nice. <laughs> so what's your rating, Nicole? Taking one last swig of it. I mean, it is pretty warm now because, as we mentioned before, we had a very, very long sound check <laughs> in which these beers were warmed up. And now by the time of this, this is far beyond room temperature. It is still a very nice, smooth... That's Malty. not the beer's fault, though. It's not super hoppy for an IPA. It is. It has a, a strong malt flavor, which I kind of appreciate. 
I unfortunately don't taste the maple, but I understand kind of what the beer itself is going for. I'm going to give it a five. I don't know if I could give it a perfect six just for me. There are other flavors that I have preferred a lot better than this, but it is still a very delicious beer to have. The label is excellent. The taste is great, but... So it's you better be a- get used to it because this is the only beer that's going to be in my house. <laughs> it's, a, it's a five for me. It's very good. I'm impressed. Although Sam Adams Cold Snap should be coming up. Cold it Snap? Is. Oh, I like Cold Snap a yeah, lot. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll be coming up. But then We've been you have drinking Oktoberfest in January still, and those are still top notch. Well, that's because the wife bought like 75 cases of yes, it. Yes, I know it's her favorite. It was on sale at uh, Sam's Club. It was like a dollar a bottle. I'm so glad she yeah, got I more know. of it because she, she was like, you're not going to be able to find it anywhere no. at this point. <laughs> good for her. I'm glad. So, JL, what do you... What Beer do you Master. Six. Everything everybody said. The flavor's good. The texture's good. It's amazing. I just like the little the little brain whispering in the scientist's ear. Oh, the label's <laughs> phenomenal. Everything. The, the Everything label is pretty is really awesome. Good. Yes. Now, if you're new to the podcast, you want to... JL's like the In Session Films podcast of the beer in our group. So... Whatever rating he gives, that's probably what you want to go by. Whatever rating I give, except for this beer, you probably don't want to go by. No, this beer is that good. It's very good. It's got a high alcohol. The taste is good, so it masks the alcohol content very well. Yes. You could drink a few of these before you truly realize how much you've really been drinking. It's like the high lie, because it's the same percentage. It is. It is like the high lie, which is why I switched. <laughs> You could drink a lot of these before you end up in a car in Canada recording with two women. <laughs> That's right. Which I can't wait to get in the car About with those two ladies that are waiting for and, me right now. And hurting your knee. <laughs> well, we'd like to thank the Podfix Network for letting us join you. And we look forward to thank that very much. relationship you. until you kick us out. Yes. And so next week, I can't wait till our next broadcast when we're talking about the next network that we has accepted us because we've been kicked out of the last one. <laughs> well, I don't think Podfix is going to uh, kick us out because I think they know who we are and we are happy that they have accepted us. If you're going to listen to us, you can find us on Spreaker, of course. That's where we would love for you to listen to us. That's obviously, as we said earlier, where most of our listeners find us. We get money for that, which pays for all of this beer that we're going to be drinking but basically it's if you, free for you but we get paid if you search podcast 42 on almost any other podcast network uh you're gonna find us and we'll be we, number three in the list yes we would appreciate <laughs> if you listen to us anywhere it would be awesome um you can be interactive with us and all of the hosts of this show on the official Podcast 42 show group page on Facebook. If you request to add us and say that you listen to us on this episode, we will add you. We add every single person that uh, requests to add us on that group. Find us on podcast42show.wordpress.com uh, if you want to get some bonus content. Uh, if you want to find us on what's the other one that has all of our bonus content? Patreon. Patreon. Find us on Patreon. You'll get all of our super fun sound checks, like our seventy-five minute sound check 
nightmare that was today starting off 2019. $2. <laughs> and uh, all now, of our. One nice thing about our Patreon is there is some free stuff on there too. There's a lot of free stuff on our like Patreon. The first five minutes of that. <laughs> Soundcheck. <laughs> There's a lot of free stuff. There's a lot of bonus content, like full scripts without us being all squirreled and distracted, and a lot of our food sampling episodes. So find us on Patreon. If you want to email us, if you have a show recommendation or you have comments, you can email us at podcast42show at gmail.com. Make sure to use, anytime you say podcast42, make sure to use the numbers 42 and not the words 42. That's very important. And do we have a phone number? Are we doing a phone number? Um, I don't know it this week. Okay. We do so have a phone number. Listen in the future. Well, it'll be on the phone number this, in case you want to leave a voicemail yes. comment for us. This episode isn't what we normally do. We normally take a subject and dissect it fully. So uh, normally we do take calls. Uh, we announce the subject in our Facebook group and then we take calls and we play those calls at the end of the show. But I am not prepared to give that. Oh, I got the number. Oh, he has the number. He has the number, everybody. <laughs> He's not prepared, but he is prepared. Here is the number. It is 813-708-9717. And we are actually doing Saturday Night Live next week if you want to get a head jump on giving any thoughts, comments, likes, and even dislikes. We'll play the dislikes as well. SNL. On the topic of because Saturday Night Live. Because we're two wild and crazy guys. Now, if you're listening to this episode four weeks from now, don't call about Saturday Night Live. Because that will no. already be recorded. Try and be up to date. No, because it's at Grimley <laughs> Pat Sajak would not have them. Or you can just listen to JL do all the characters from all 45 years of Saturday Night Live. That's right, because... Ha! Or you could not. <laughs> I probably won't. I wouldn't blame you Have you, you seen not. Saturday Night Live? I, this is my topic. What do you mean, have I seen okay. Saturday Nicole, Night Live? The Nicola Meista. Nicola Reno. Oh, my Nicole God. Man. Oh, yeah. my God. Who has hosted the most Saturday Night Live episodes? We'll do a quick pop quiz. Alec Baldwin is up there. Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. It's Alec Baldwin. I knew it! I, I didn't want to guess that because she did. <laughs> yeah, it's Alec Baldwin. Believe it or not. He's but what, I, six or but seven? But I know, I know a lot of... The, I don't know the number, but... Okay, do you know who the most recent five-timers club person is? Do you know? Jonah Hill. It is Jonah Hill. Very good. Very oh, good. Nice. Because his episode was just on recently. And he that does was, a good job. That was a really funny mo- opening monologue with Tina Fey and Drew Barrymore when they were like, yeah, you know, we're just, we're trying to not do the whole uh, Me Too moment, you know, so there, it's only women who are here. And Candace Bergen was there. That was great. It was a good opening monologue for Jonah Hill. Well, you have to catch it on rerun. And I'm yes. going to record in my... Red hooded sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you guys? Well, who are you? You go first. Alright, I'm Christopher DeVos. I'm Nicole Fasone. I'm Jail Trose. See you next time. Bye! Bye. All celebrity voices have been impersonated poorly. 
All conversations may or may not be 100% accurate as well. We have attempted to provide you with the facts as best to our knowledge with the help of a case of fear, some old man that tells stories down by the river, Wikipedia, and old homemade YouTube documentaries. Do not use anything you heard in this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade. A really 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 bad grade. Just like all of our hosts did when they were in school. Music was provided by Kramo. You can find more of his tunes at Kramo.com. This has been a Podcast 42 production.